Blog Talk Radio. Lose the 
raccoons or skunks But back to the regular schedule program The program is sponsored by Seven Heaven What else in hell can you get an open line to heaven At 11-11, emerge at the other end Of those meditation portals And elevated walk tools Even some abort tools any questions, comments, or concerns, press one. To everyone else, thanks for attending another session. I'm pleased to teach, but it's an honor to learn. Certainly, courtesy of KTL University. Oh, please don't be frightened. I'm terribly sorry about this. You are! Welcome to Nolaled Radio. You are now rocking with the best. Yes, indeed, this is your host, Brother Blue Pill. Okay? Welcome. I am to be joined by my co-host instantaneously, like right now. Call us from the 347-650. Peace. This would be Brother Red Pill. Yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, family. Yes, thank you. I know that you were on the edge of your seats this Friday night. Some of y'all was getting in the whip, going to see 12 Years a Slave. Thank you for giving us a second chance and pumping the brakes. We are in the building. The doors open. Welcome in. Make yourself at home. Get comfortable. Okay? Take your shoes off. Take your shoes off. All right. We got a special guest getting ready. He's in the red room, prancing around. He's on the red room. He's looking at the uh, the big screen. He's getting ready to come out here and do his thing. We put something together for y'all. You feel me? A little bit late, but we just on time. We still here. We still in the building. Welcome to Nota Ledge Radio. All right, you know the protocol around this time, family. We did get a little uh, a tardy start, so if you can update your, your 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 statuses or what have you, let them know the most exciting program on the planet is back in the building. Okay, all 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 gears go. You know what I'm saying? Totally fired up. We here. Nebuchadnezzar's fully gassed. We're about to take off. You know, let as many people know as you can. They can still get on board. We're gassing up right now so they can still make it. Like when they be like, all aboard, they ain't pulled off yet. So do what you got to do. Send the tweets out. You know, you can Instagram it. I ain't making a flyer for this. I did throw a picture up real quick. You know, I'm going to be making something while the show commences. <laughs> oh, okay. And they... Right, I just want to say peace yeah. to the family. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Talk to the family. Come back, family. Uh, shout out to everybody that was with us on Tuesday. Yes. For, the, uh, for that powerful demonstration by Sister Pamela. No, oh no, no, that was last Friday. First Tuesday we had the uh, the oracle. Yes. Okay. Yes, the oracle, Sister Montagi. From the uh, from the temple out in South Central, 
right off of Normandy, 99th Street. You wouldn't believe it, family. I'm going to have to take the camera out there and show you the gems that are sitting in the hoods right here in Los Angeles. You know what I'm saying? We might have to, you know how we did a KTL trip to um, mm-hmm. Mexico? Yeah. Yeah, we might have to do a um, KTL trip to, <laughs> to L.A., to California, IA. You know what I'm saying? We have to bring the family out here to uh, show you the beauty, you know what I'm saying, the beauty that lays within the borders of the West Coast. You know, the prophecies have been fulfilled. So, yeah, you know, definitely shout out to her. My phone would stop ringing. You know, so many people were pleased by her demonstration and just the realness that she brought forth, the sincerity you know, the calm nature that she spoke of. But um, her invitation is still open to the 444 participants that, you know, she's calling forth. You know, like I said, it's, it's pretty much instinctive that when human beings get into something, they run to their perspective deities, their entities, and their gods, and they ask for help. But now the situation has gotten so grave and, 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 and the ocean has been turned into a watery grave that the the deities that live in the mineral kingdom, you know, are now asking for your help. The power of prayer is being called forth. You know, now it's time for man to truly realize who he is and the powers that he has and the responsibility also that he has to these deific forces is reciprocal. You just can't sit back and receive all of your life. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, like now, is the time to give back. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, if it sounds a little far-fetched, feel free to go into the archive. show's been downloaded over a thousand times, so you can go and check it out. You know what I mean? Go and check it out along with everyone else is checking it out. And more importantly, participate. You know, knowledge is not going to stand on its own. You know, you have to activate it, become the active principle. And I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just making a suggestion. We're building that bridge to say, all right, if you want to feel where the real power lies, it lies in activating, you know what I'm saying, activating that principle, you know, not just accumulating and, and information, but actually becoming part of it, you know what I'm saying, stepping forward. So... Definitely um, shout out, shout out to the sis, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to, um, you know, the, the the family that has been giving me the calls, the acknowledgement, and, you know, just, just the gratitude that's being shown and, and the suggestions, you know, the sisters want to hear more sisters, oh, you yeah. know? Oh, yeah. That's not a problem. We just need more sisters to uh, step up and um, make themselves known to, to the family because at the end of the day, you know, I know that they have a, a plethora of information and knowledge to share with everybody because we all receive, you know. So, you know, we we uh, we welcome any teachers out there who are basically um, – either master students or master teachers, sisters out there, if you are, you know, dealing with any kind of uh, 
knowledge dealing with uh, business, products, services, you know, anything dealing with the family or any uh, any of the higher uh, thoughts, schools of thought, schools of knowledge. We welcome you to bring it forth, you know. So, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, they out there, you know what I'm saying, they, they're going to, they're going to heed the call and they're going to come forth. Yeah, shout out to the sister um, Shayla Liberated and um, and uh, Sister Khadijah out of Florida. I was actually a guest on their program last Thursday, and the sister did call in on the show last week. I wanted to give her a salute. I had a very oh, interesting... You forgot to tell me about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, uh, I was contacting... Oh, yeah. Okay. Last minute, and um, I got on the show. There was a brother on the show who was a guest as well, Brother Muhammad. I had a meeting with Brother Muhammad today. Brother Muhammad is in the field of IT. You know what I'm saying? The tech. I mean, I'm, I've been meeting a lot of tech, tech, techie people. I guess I'm attracting, you know, that. Uh, hey, you've been calling that, it forward. Yeah, I've been calling it forward. So that power is manifesting. We had a very, very interesting meeting, very fruitful meeting. And, um, you know, I definitely look forward to more meetings with the brother in the near future. But, um, yeah, we had a powerful show. They have a great network. Her father came on the show and totally did his thing in terms of sharing um, information. That the show was based on the black You said, family. You said her father or? Yeah, sister our Shire, father. father. No, her father. Oh, and okay. Towards the end, and he uh, brought the wisdom that fathers possessed, you know, that brothers, you know what I mean? He, he had that elderly wisdom and um, totally, talk, you know, just speaking about the family, speaking about, uh, you know, his experience being married for a few decades, um, you know, just the, 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 the power of the womb man, especially when she's in her right state of mind and state of being. It was just a, it was a wonderful show, a wealth of knowledge. So for the family that's out there, I encourage you to go on her network and um, check out her uh, her show, all right? And uh, definitely support that sister. It's a few sisters. There's three sisters, Miss Controversy, Sister Khadija, and Sister Shyla Liberated. You know what I'm saying? And they're okay. There. Thank you. Yeah, they do anything. What's, what's the name of the program again? Um, the name of the show. Is, let, me, let me hold on. Get, I don't want to say the wrong name. Give me one second. Let me pull it up. Yeah. And family, you know, it's official. It's here. We in the building. Time to celebrate. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna spread the joy and let the family know they could go to mypowerpieces.com. Check that thing out. It's a, it's a work of art. It's a magnificent feat. I have been working arduously to get it complete. I still have some finishing touches to do, but it's available. It's, it's online. It's, it's out there in the world. I'm getting some positive feedback, some purchases as well. Mypowerpieces.com is, is, is available. You know, check that thing out. Yeah, tell right. me about that KTL environment right. as well. Yeah. Hold, yeah. yeah, hold it down. Give me a second. I get this call. Yeah, for the family that's out there, uh, we also have uh, our site, our 
monetized monetary site, KTL Empowerment. Well, actually, it's our blog, a new blog that we put together called KTLEmpowerment.com, and it's built on a platform that's uh, part of a multi-level marketing um, program as well, Empowerment Network. I don't know if anyone is familiar with the Empowerment Network, but in a yeah. few, in an upcoming show, we will talk about what the Empowerment Network is, the benefits of the Empowerment Network, and you know, the uh, right. basically just the, the importance of coming together and getting on to the network, so we could go ahead and build another income stream. I want to share, you know, the um, just the simple knowledge behind the fact that it's almost akin. So if we were on YouTube telling everybody about blog talk in the in the earlier phases, all right, family, we all participate on platforms that um are basically, you know, out there, but you know, there takes a few of us who are, you know, um the visionaries to identify the platforms and to, you know, take the platforms and utilize them for what they are created for. All right. The Empowerment Network is nothing different. We receive our information from YouTube. We social we go on a social network such as Facebook. Before that it was MySpace. Some of us are on Twitter. We receive our information on Blog Talk. So the Empower Network is another form, it's another medium, it's another platform for us to now I get my information on F B. <laughs> yeah. But and to take Not nothing, yeah, to take nothing away monetized. from, yeah, to take nothing away from 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 Facebook. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying is that if the family was shown a way that they can monetize sharing links and sharing the information on these social networks, would they participate, or would it even make a difference? You know what I mean? Because what what has happened is that it's been it, they made it so easy. It's one click away. You could just share. Boom. It's almost like you know. It's not even a second thought. You just get right into it. But um, you know, we ask for just a moment of your time, just to show you maybe how adding one additional step can bring extra change into your life. You know what I'm saying? To a degree where, you know, you can hang up that nine to five, and this could be your full time. So, you know that's 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 definitely coming. No doubt, yeah, no doubt. But um, we're gonna put the numbers out there for y'all. We're gonna explain to you the fact that you know, although Facebook and these other um, platforms are just one click away, if you want to empower yourself. If you want to dig a new income stream, you might be a a billionaire. But if you want to add another billion to your two or three, it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? And all the way down to a 20-year or whatever it is, whatever you're dealing with, you know, we, uh, we, we joined this network. We got together with some brothers who were doing some monumental things on the private side, you know what I mean, and on the public side, but... You don't necessarily, like, one thing that I'm realizing is that the most successful people are some of the most private people, especially when it comes to this network. 
you know, a lot of the people that you hear about and you see all of the time, and they're the most uh, boisterous and the loudest ones, they're not necessarily the ones that are doing the most work. You know what I mean? It's the ones that are doing a lot of work. They don't even have time to even log on and talk or to let themselves be seen and heard. You have to be wary of someone who has so much uh, free time on their hands that they're all over the network every minute, every minute of the day. You know, it's like what kind of what, where's your, what, what kind of studying are you doing and what kind of work are you doing at the end of the day if, if you have so much time to entertain us with, with, you know, whatever. But these brothers, you know, laid it out and it, it showed us, you know, that there's ways to uh, capitalize off of simple everyday activities that we do, such as blogging and reporting the news you know what I mean, and um, linking other networks with each other. So we went ahead and put it together, and we presented it to the family, and uh, it's it, it's going to do what it does. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to do what it does. We're going to be able to market to um, a whole new uh, demographics that we never had access to before, hundreds of thousands of people. So, you know, it's, it's you know, it's gonna, it's gonna be a good thing. It's indeed, know, it's, it's indeed. So, family, absolutely. All right, so we here, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, the family's in the building. Um, for those that have made themselves comfortable, greetings, blessings to you. Oh, I forgot to open the chat room. My bad. All right, the chat room is on its way to being open right now. My apologies. Uh, let's do this. Let's pay a bill real quick, like, while the chat room loads up, you know what I'm saying, while the family sends out the tweets and, and, and updates they, they FB. You know, you already know in a few minutes we're about to bring our guests on and um, fireworks will officially begin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, one more yeah, before we go into that, the name of the show that I was speaking of with the sister Shaila Ma'at is Elevated Taboo, and that's T-A-B-U, okay, family? Elevated Taboo, T-A-B-U. That's on your Blog Talk Network. Okay. That's what it do. All right. Check that out, y'all. Let me get into this commercial real quick, pay these bills, and we will be right back with tonight's guest. Get it. The Mooney Twins present Trade and Get Paid. Invest like a pro with the Royal Network's Trading Academy. Trade and Get Paid. The stock market is a $4 billion a day industry. We bring Wall Street to your street. Earn extra money or get rich. Trade and Get Paid. Beginner's Pack, $275.95 and $120 monthly. Learn and earn with the Trading Academy. Call the Mooney Twins at 323-328-0067. That's 323-328-0067. Trade and get paid. Yes, indeedy. Yes, indeedy. Shout out to the Mooney Twins. They will be back at the building. They have uh, another tour that they've put together, you know what I'm saying, dealing with uh, sex and money. 
feel me? Text money. All right. Yeah. You heard that news about Jimmy Hinchman? Whew. What about his sentence? Yeah. What they gave him? Plus five. Wow. I think he like the last BK dinosaur to go. Wow. They gave him life plus five years? Yeah. Damn. As an added incentive. Like, in just in case you are reincarnated, when you reborn, your ass got to do five more years on top of your life. <laughs> Twelve years a slave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you going to get out of town for kindergarten? <laughs> I'm not laughing at that. I'm just saying, you know. But look, yeah, I'm sure that uh, tonight's guest might have something to add on to that. So with no further ado, family, we present to you, caller from the 213-273, caller from the 213, caller. Peace. Peace, King. Peace, Allah. What's good with you, red and blue? What up? Peace, Lord. What it do? Peace, Lord. We here, man. What's good with you? I'm just, I'm just, um, you know, keeping it chill, staying sucker free. Um, one thing I've been doing a lot of study. I wish I would have named it the Blue House. Yeah. You know why? Why Blue that? sells more. Blue sells more. Yeah. I've been doing research on aesthetics, you know, because I, I realize that consciousness in the form of matter, it just conspires to wanting to just be beautiful. You know what I mean? So yeah. why not study aesthetics? And, you know, humanity likes the color blue. That's very interesting. You heard? Remember that. when you uh, That's why it might be so easy for you to do your thing. You know what I'm saying? Because when you use that, that moniker, now, red seals the deal, you heard, but in some markets, very interestingly, uh, Japanese people don't like dark red, you heard? It doesn't really? Sell. Yeah, I swear to God. And, you know, aesthetics is biology, you know what I'm saying? You know, a lot of Asian people can't even really get drunk. They have, like, an enzyme that blocks it, so they got to get drunk off of, like, different kinds of, you know, wine, stuff that is just knock us off our socks. Yeah, like sake. They got to warm it up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, right. you know. That's blood inducing. Yeah. Yeah, when you, when you kind of, like, rise above the, you know, the, the menial talk, you have time to actually study your craft. You heard and studying yeah. your craft involves, you know, getting into the details, and that's what, like, the Red House is about, circumventing, getting past the, the you know, the bullshit, you know what I mean? But let me hear something from y'all real quick. I'm about to bust a move. I'm on, though. Okay. All right. No doubt. Hey, what up, you good? Yeah, even adding on... To what he's talking about in regards to the blue. Well, I'm doing a radio show right now. Mm-hmm. I just.
Yeah. When I did my research and I was putting together this this blog for the copper, I found out my connection even to the copper through the color blue, you know, as a symbiotic relationship because there's a uh, an enzyme um and what is that enzyme called in the blood? Okay, it's a protein called hemocyanin, all right? And that's the protein that's responsible for the blood being blue before it comes into contact with oxygen and it turns red. That's right. Mm-hmm. I thought that was that's rather right. deep. That's right. Yo, now, aesthetics is, is a powerful study because it enables you to, like, and, and this is a science that is not readily, you know, available or acknowledged by the world at large. You know, it, it's almost like what, what art, art did to photography. Could you imagine that there was one period where they used to debate over the nature of, 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 of photography? They used to actually say that photography was not an art form. Could you imagine? Wow. Wow. You know, so imagine the the fact that what we're actually doing is not being acknowledged as art, and until it it, it, it is, because what we're doing is we're participating in culture, we're pushing a cultural paradigm, and as someone who is a maintainer, you know, of the cultural paradigm, I find that I'm only acknowledged by the artistic among the the herd because the artistic are the ones who can actually see why I'm doing what I do and why I behave as such, because they know that art with, with art, I'm able to address a different crowd that would never be able to even sit, you know, and have a discussion in the manner in which we discuss things without looking crazy, you know? So... We are really appreciative. I'm truly appreciative of you, of both of you, you know, and your and your uh, your efforts over these course of these years to maintain your culture, yeah, and to do so with through the medium of art. You know what I mean? So another interesting thing I found in my study is that people who do not have a vast knowledge base are not appreciative of art. So we have to question who it is that we're actually looking for in regards to their intention and their monetary participation. Because through logic, you know, logical deduction, anyone that participates in a discussion that entertains art and culture is one who has a far more disposable income than someone who is angry at social conditions. You hear? So I'm in the business of of merchandising because that is my Moorish occupation. The word merchant and more synonymous is, as well as mariner. You know, they go together. And we established the, the realm and the, the, the ideal ideology of commerce. You know, and, you know, when, when I'm telling you, exponentially, 
You know, you always have obstacles when you do new things and when you address new markets. And I'm going to tell you something. The move that I made with being able to address my direct market and see that I have a more valuable 25 people than me taking the time out to try to address 25,000 is remarkable. When you can give 25 people your undivided attention and get your product directly to them, it levels the playing field for the the comfortability required for artists to actually indulge themselves in culture creation. So from me paying attention to the art scene and paying attention to it from all the way from the 80s to now, and just being able to know what's going to happen next, I've been able to address a group of, of thinkers and people who are teaching me a great deal, you know what I'm saying, as, as, as far as our import into this world. So, you know, when, when you're getting people, uh, professionals, you know, brothers and sisters who are, you know, um, especially, and this is another algorithm that I find, that we have a large contingent of African people in the diaspora who are in this community but who are not, quote, unquote, African-American. They yeah. are from Africa, the continent, or they are West Indian, and they have a different framework for how to address the uh, social ills of racism here in the Western world. So they go, they, they, their reprieve is not in religion. They go back to their uh, great-grandmothers and grandmothers' uh, religion, which is just to protect yourself with magic just to speak plain and directly to it. You know what I mean? So, you know, anybody that respects the realm of femininity has the uh, autonomy to do what they do in the physical world without the repercussions of being, you know, blocked by this conceptualization of karma. Because our ancestors who predate the, the Kushite empire in Indus Kush, in the Congo, who speak of magic, they create destiny based off of their artistic contribution and understanding of the motifs and numbers. So what happens is, well, let me before we get into all of that fancy stuff, let me say this: I have a great deal to show for my participation in this uh, this conscious community. I would not be on this radio show right now if I didn't or I couldn't be able to say that I have something to show for. You know, but a lot of people try to question your power, your role in reality based off of what you have acquired over the course of several years. And I'm going to tell you something. I have acquired a sense of being where it has took me. I suffer from childhood depression. And I'm able to say that because I acknowledge it. A lot of people have suffered the same things, but they don't have the language to acknowledge it. Therefore, they don't never say it. We just see it in their behavior. Well, I'm one to say that I suffer from childhood depression. And the way that I addressed it is by me going into the whys of Western culture. 
and it has developed into the form of me having several little, you know, wisdoms that I share with people via the social networks. But now I've taken a break for quite some time of really indulging myself overly into, like, the social networking to compile all of those things and refine them. And I have not only a book done, not, you know, I'm not talking about some shit I'm, I'm on page two or three and I intend to write, is done. Putting the pictures in there because we are visual people. And not only is the book done, also is a musical contribution to the book is done as well. And not only is a musical contribution, I'm also giving people what we call three in a row to make the rooster crow. I'm giving you three things. You get the DVD too. So people have been asking, what's the Red House about? It's about us acknowledging our direct market and the people who want the information to make themselves more powerful as opposed to people who are looking for information to make them angry. Because when you're angry, you cannot actually act in the defense of your, of your uh, freedom and autonomy to move within the changing tide of, you know, Western, you know the Western world. And if you're not paying attention, I've been hearing about scandal for so long. It's like the thing, the sisters love it. You know, they got that beautiful woman, you know, and she is a winner. She is so bad. I tell you, I see her in Whole Foods. Yo, she... <laughs> she is bad in person. You hear me? She was over there. Oh, no, she bad, B. Yeah. No, seriously. So so I'm looking at Scandal and then they just sent they just popped the um the the, the, the potus in the melon, you heard, on the show. So I'm like, with this, I watched Star Trek, I went and listened to an OKT, um, what you call an episode, and I'm putting it to my mind all the conversations I've been having with Red since they started this forty four movement. And I'm like, man, today or tomorrow, World War Z can happen, you heard? Because all they got to do to generate and, and, and monetize this reality that they want is that all they got to do is just send somebody out, you heard? And I'm telling you, the game is, is to be told, is to be sold, not told. The people who are in charge of power don't care about our emotional connection to right and wrong. They already feel like they're smarter than us. So they might feel like they have our best interests in mind. So when you look at our, our, uh, our elders before us, ask people where they was at when they got the news that something negative on the, on the uh, quote-unquote negative on the uh, spectrum of political assassination occurred. And they're going to tell you specifically the details of where they are, you heard, or where they were at. They were at school. Principal said it over the loudspeaker, and everybody was mm-hmm. crying about these people that they didn't even know nothing about because it was a mass ritual. So those of us who acknowledge the African import of all spirituality, even in the Western world, When you see ritual occur, you are not to say that it's uh, Masonic 
coup against your psychology, the entire endeavor of ritual is something that was inaugurated and created by your ancestry. They even went so far when they got to North Africa that they took on the task of thinking in the in behalf of humanity to create in a handmade edifice that will maintain the wobble of the planet and, in a sense, create negative ions that, if you didn't know that, Egypt right now is the very source of why people are able to cognize on the planet positive thinking or thinking that it encumbers you being creative. It's the large output of They are the generator ions. of negative ions. Yeah, pyramidal structures generate negative ions. So what happens when you right. make uh, church-like structures that are oriented towards the pyramid structures and other edifices along the world that are directed towards that current? So whoever's religious, religion, the one who wins in religion are the priests, the people who tell the other people how to worship God. So the what we, what we participate in in the Red House is we're not about pointing out who's right or wrong. We're pointing out why. And once you understand why, you can be powerful. And I always say this. I've never said this in public, but I always say this to my, to my circle of associates who, who understand power. I say with the information that we know and we teach, we should be able to take over any church anywhere in the world with the English word and the Bible. Because metaphysics endows you with the ability to manipulate large numbers of people. You just need a conduit connecting you, a bridge, which is uh, uh, something that they uh, affectionately are associated with, and that is religion. And even if you do something counter-religion, when you speak about the ills of religion, if you still are skillfully enough able to place the structure of religious belief within the context of what you're speaking about, you'll have people's attention for aeons. You heard? So Red House thinking and Red House dialogue is we know about that. You're not going to waste our time debating and telling us who right and who wrong for another 40 years without this money. You understand? We only, we, we only know that it only requires a very small number of people to affect change. It's not, I'm not about the crowd. And if you thought that I was trying to be famous, let me tell you something. I have been around fame since I was a child, and it's not nothing that you really, really want. It destroys a lot of things, you heard, including the autonomy itself. So I, I, I can't be starstruck. I watched a lot of movements start from the beginning. So it's not fame that we want. We are not into seeking followers in what we're doing. I know y'all not. I know y'all don't want followers. I know y'all don't want followers. What we want to do is influence, you heard? We want to influence because in influencing people, you create leaders. Feel me? You create leadership. You create the vanguard. So, you know, it's interesting that, you know, people are neglecting the fact that the people intrinsically are not looking for leadership right now. 
They're really not interested in leadership. The people want to feel good at the end of the day. You heard? In particular, they want to feel good about themselves. The only way that you can make yourself feel good about yourself is if you have information to do so or you have enough money to buy enough narcotics to get you high for the period of time that the narcotic allows you to. Then after that, you're in trouble. You're back to who you was before you got there, you know? <laughs> but information, information empowers you with the ability to feel confident under any and all circumstances, you know? You know? And, and for young men, there's nothing more elating to women than to have a man who is empowered to be able to defend an ideology or a concept with language at any given moment. And I tell people this, you should really conspire to get challenged in front of your wisdom, in front of your children too. Let Mm -hmm. your sons see you beat somebody's ass in anything, you know, (laughs) in anything, because all it will do is just adorn and shower their own psychology with the uh, all of the, uh, the, 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 the liquids and the chemicals that conspire to self-confidence. And the reason why people seek outside of themselves to make themselves feel good in the post-event of being raised by parents, people who get high, your parents say, why are you getting high? Well, it's because you was at work all day, you heard, and then get an opportunity to be nurtured. Some people don't have the language to say that, nor the uh, the the uh, the the the, uh, the platform to express it. But those are real issues. You know what I'm saying? So people use artificial means by which to do so. You know. So when you understand why you participate in behaviors, you're able to address behaviors, and you're able to gain from each experience as opposed to lose from every experience. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to tell you something that's so real, right? When I was in Atlanta, I had an opportunity to fuck with some psilocybin, however you say that shit. You heard? And I fucked with that mushroom. I fucked with that mushroom. And I fucked with some DMT the same night. You heard? When mm-hmm. I got back to California, my nigga, I joined L.A. Fitness. I stopped smoking weed for like a week. You heard? Nigga, mm-hmm. I wrote the book. You heard? I put everything in perspective. I laid out the music. You feel me? You, you understand what I'm coming right. from? Yeah. Son, yeah, yeah. I set the, son, I set the next stage for the next movement with the clothes. When niggas see these hoodies that's coming out and these hats, niggas are going to go crazy, you heard? Everything is, the table is set. And now I'm looking, last night, y'all opened up a whole new lane for your boy because it's already, literally, literally, it's already impossible to interpret 
the Bible. You heard? The Red House movement, we're going to create a movement on a whole retranslation. My nigga, I went through so much scripture, word for word in the Hebrew, that it's ridiculous that these people got everybody in game. And it's so ridiculous that I, I was, I, it got me so irate the other day. I just denounced all religion. I was like, everybody that deal with any kind of religion, all y'all niggas is crazy. I was talking crazy online. I had to say I was sorry after because I was looking at all the moors and shit. I was like, oh, that's my nah, man. I know that. I, I was like, oh, I did it man, on I Tuesday hurt the too. Moors. Yeah, I said, oh, I, did it, I had to do it. I had to say I'm sorry. The more. Yeah, yeah, I just said, I'm sorry, man, because I said, oh, man, you know, I can't, I stopped talking about commissions. You know, I said a long time ago, people liked Kemet because the niggas was light-skinned. Nobody ever talks about the other parts of Africa. Nobody talks about, nobody is standing up talking about, I'm a Congoan. I'm from um, Zimbabwean. You heard, this is what we teach. So niggas got so mad at me with that they start calumniating and gossiping and shit, you heard, on the low, you know, male, some male, female, cool, you heard, to be like, silence mm-hmm. him, silence him, he's talking about the great culture, you know, and all that, and I'm like, come on, you know, my study and what I do and why I do it is why I speak the way I speak, and I, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't intend to insult people. But when you get to the point where you figure some shit out, it's something in you that be like, why I'm doing something wrong because nobody around me knows this. So what am I supposed to do? I gotta stir to everybody's drink so we can have this discussion. You understand? Mm-hmm. You know the word. For, for for the last, we've been talking about the evils of the Bible. We got every speaker in the world that could tell you about the Bible, but nobody until this nigga from the penitentiary came to the scene to tell people that your names are in order and everything is still in the book. Every time you see the word Ausar or Usar, they're talking about Asar. Every time, every time you see they, they speak about Ra or Re, they're speaking about Ra. You heard? Every, every time you see the word wine, is synonymous with also blood and also the color red. That's coming from an ancient commission psychological blueprint when they speak about Sekhmet. You heard? They, you're, yo, the word for cartoon a, a empire, ancient Kushite empire, is still in the book. Africans mm-hmm. cartoon was synonymous with magicians. You heard? I found something that can topple all of... You fading, you there? Hello, can you hear me? I got something yeah. that can topple the world of Freemasonry if I show them, not topple it to destroy it, Enamor it, especially those who are the metaphysical ones, to understand why we open where we open, you heard, and what it is talking about, and the details and some of the tidbits of that in my book. So now I didn't intend to overwhelm the people, 
you know, and I used an algorithm that will uh, uh, that will enamor people with the ability to want to learn. I didn't use over uh, nine letters per line, and I kept the book under a hundred pages, and I put images in the back of the book, and I allowed people the autonomy on on either spaces to make notes because I see the way I learned, and it's almost like. A cliff note. You remember when you was in school, those brothers and sisters who mm-hmm. were listening who went to school, and you know that you do not have time to read Weathering Heights to pass this test, or, uh, or you know, or you know that fine literature, the Steinbeck or Hemingway. So you go get the cliff note, and you go get the specifics, and you pass the test more than the nerd who read it from cover to cover. You heard because you know right. how to pull out the you know the extracts, and that is something that you know we have an ability to do, to do because we hip hop. You know what I'm saying? All we need is a sample to make the hit. You understand? You feel me? You understand? Yeah. So, so we working, man. We working, and and you know, Red, if you allow me the autonomy to do this, to tell people, listen. Our endeavor that you and I and that brother, that genius, you know, that brother who is, uh, and I appreciate Turtle Gang because he's the same dude every time I see him, you heard? He don't switch up, you understand? And me, you, and the homie, you know, as far as film and media and challenging the art world, this is going to be the, the, the thing that pushes our collective forward. So we got two projects after this Red House, we got two projects for the people who are listening. We're going to do a documentary because everybody's doing documentaries. People are raising serious money about this, this community. Yeah? But the people who are the anchors of the community need uh, recompensing to tell their own story. So we've got the footage of the, the golden era when we was in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the cut putting it together. You know, when we was pushing out uh, speakers, you know what I'm saying? When everybody was coming to get authenticated, when Ampu, with his astrology, came to get authenticated, when uh, you and I, all of us as a collective, got authenticated through the, um, through the, through the mentorship of Black Dot when we did the, um, the, 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 the legendary 322 joint. You heard? So people need to see the behind the scenes. People need to see the setting of what, how we pulled Phil and Bobby in and had them both at the weekend in, 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 in LIU. You know, that was a movement that we were inaugurating and pushing the line for as the youth. So, you know, when I see the uploads and I see people put up Reverend Valentine and I see people put up Bobby and all that, I'm like, that's positive. That's cool, but a lot of people need to see what was what was gained and what was lost during those periods. That was a Cold War period as well. You heard? So right. we got the footage. Right. You know what I'm saying? We got the footage, and we got the uh, you and I and your brother. We got the uh, our documentary um, contributions to the, the the whole thing, and and then people who are relevant far more now after being loyal to the culture, like brothers like Adika Butler, 
Adi Kabutla is a uh, oh. brilliant genius journalist. Shout out to you him. know, or, you know, the, you know, and I remember when he used to come and be the first person at the lecture with notepads, writing, you know, writing down what he learned. You know what I'm saying? Asking pertinent questions, you know, and yes. maintaining the fight and not getting caught up in the cult of personality as people have. It's, it's so easy to get caught up in people's um, personality. And I think one of the, uh, what, what makes me still, after a course of so long of, of being relevant, is the fact that I didn't succumb to that. I kind of maintained who I was, even though people you know, were telling me that, yo, you really need to tone down, buddy. You know, you bugging, you know. <laughs> but I know this, I just know the nature of humanity, and I know that, you know, when you don't give people what they really, really want, they're going to make a situation for you to give it to them. You heard? So why mm-hmm. not start your ratchet and whoever understands is your loyal base, that's your family, everybody that don't understand is just still searching, you heard, so anybody that really knows me on a very intimate level knows that I'm really just using a survival tactic because I'm very, very much so a uh, recluse in many respects, you know what I'm saying, you know, so, you know, you know, I I love and I appreciate everybody that keeps this culture you know, um, you know, alive and relevant in the form. Well, right. You know, understand. Can I use that we, statement what, what in a segue? Right. Of course. There's a there's an elder in our community that has been keeping the information and the platform alive for thirty, maybe forty years, and you have a very instrumental part to play. You know what I'm saying? You brought this brother to Brooklyn several times, and when you go to Chicago, this brother's opened up his home to you. So I want to take this time to give our brother, Delbert Blair, a few minutes to come in, give you a chance to, you know what I'm saying, catch your breath for a second, let this brother come in real quick, and um, build on something that he has built on very quick. No question. I, I love Delbert. That's the That's the legend. For real, for real, Absolutely. we are honored to even be able to have this much access to this brother. Trust me. Yeah, totally. So with no further ado, caller from the seven zero eight four two two. Our elder, our esteemed elder, Doctor Delbert Blair. Peace, brother. And peace to both of you, brothers. It's been interesting listening to you. And every time I hear the word metaphysics, I remember when nobody wanted to say that word. <laughs> and in fact, I said metaphysics, everybody, oh, that's that foolishness. And the same old thing now, of course, it's the only thing that you can study on this planet that's worthwhile is metaphysics. And the occult that's right. thing that's worthwhile is occult. And that's why you got 285 sects, 15 basic religions, and we still have to understand what metaphysics is. So it's very good to hear you say that. That's right. And I'm not going to take up too much time, but I do want to kind of interject a few things. Uh, one of Earth's worst rituals, as far as I'm concerned, is upon us once more, and it comes in this coming week. Our Hollywood Mass, the Feast of Samhain, uh, the Feast of Salmon, the Feast of the Lightbringer, the Feast of Samhain, 
All Saints Day. They had all kind of names for it. It's an evil, awful, terrible time. And anybody that celebrates has got to be out of their minds or never had a mind. And I know people buying costumes. They they quote it now. Who knows again? Because this is going with the white press more. But they say that seven billion dollars will be spent by people on just costumes alone to celebrate this this day, this night, this well, this night. And you can't do anything worse than that. Nothing should be given. You know, walking outside the door nowadays in big cities is dangerous. People with masks on that won't come off <laughs> are walking out there, full of psilocybin. Full of, uh, instead of just having, well, let me just get past all of that. This holiday that they are going to celebrate is when you're going to see a million different people sacrificed and slaughtered, and 28% of them will be youth under 10. Oh. And they do, that, they do that on the Feast of Samin, which is the night following Walpurgis Night or Hollywood Mouse. And that is the most hellish time period. I say to people already, watch your children. If you just look now, the, the, over the last 120 days, more children are disappearing. They're not yes, disappearing. They they're taken to be sacrificed at the Feast of Samhain. At the end of when you got, not you guys, when most people get through celebrating and trick-or-treating and all this kind of foolishness, then they will kill them. At the stroke of midnight on, and that whole day they were slaughtered. The reasons why they do that are many. But the biggest thing is that they do, they're trying to open bad portals and close good portals. And the differentiation between the two, I didn't say negative and positive because your brother was saying positive, negative ions, and that's what's supposed to be good, but I don't want people to get confused. It is to open bad portals and close good portals. And our earth is going out of our way to make peace with the sun, right, to get these portals that are good open, and they're going to try and close them all up. Everything that they're building now is toward this new world, new age, new world order takeover. They, I don't want to begin to all the armaments that they're bringing in. You can even get, if you're a cop and you're a bad cop, you can get a, uh, a M16 multiplier for $78. You go out and buy it for $200. Then everybody that shouldn't be armed is getting armed and tell everybody else to give up their guns. So I'm simply saying this. If you're going to give up the actual physical things, then don't give up the mental things. Keep something that you can help yourself with. So without going further into that, we could do that, but I don't want to take up the rest of the time. I'm going to be giving on our website the whole history of Halloween with the Wiccas, the witches, the wizards, the, 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 the sacrifice to the goat god Bapamap. And if people used to think I'm making a big issue about calling children kids, well, now every child who will be sacrificed has been called a kid because it's a sacrifice to the goat god Bapamap, the horned one. And this is why I keep telling, don't, don't say kids. That means that you are allowing your children to become a sacrifice to Bapama. With that in mind, they, refree, they, they free up incubi. They free up succubi. They have the goats walking the full moon and, and, and worshiping. It's just a terrible time. So anyway, I do have that on tape if anybody wants to buy it, the whole Halamah story. But what I want to do tomorrow also is to ask people, uh, since you guys will not be on the air tomorrow, to join me on my website, pay the 10 bucks. that's what it's going to cost. It's a teleconference, and for that goes to PayPal. But what I'm doing, I'm bringing in the black man that started and wrote the Willie Lynch letters. And the Willie Lynch letters has caused more consternation. It has caused more hell between the black man and the black woman. 
It's what terror into the black people again, looking what they did to men, what they did to women, and all the killing of the brothers that they did. So every time you just say Willie Lynch, they say, oh, oh, oh. Well, now I'm going to bring you the man that wrote it. He was not a white man. He's a Ghanaian. He's a black man. And he will be my guest tomorrow. You can ask him whatever questions you want. We can fire away. And I think that just fits in because it is one of the worst times when you look at black history, the time of slavery and all like that, all the wonderful times we don't deal with. But that was so sacrosanct. That was so horrible to put upon people. We can't forget that. So this will show another thing. At least that cross can be taken off. It was not written by a white man. It was written by a black man. And you'll be able to find out the 10 for on it. Uh, the who, the what, the why, the where, and when, and then whatever you want to there. So I do invite people to go to our website, and the website is www.themetacenter, and you must push the number 2.com. That's www.the, and then metacenter, meta meta, short for metaphysical, metacenter, push 2, and right up there you see the teleconference is a telephone conference just like this one. You don't have to have your computer on. It's a telephone conference. If they go in there and they sign up, they'll get a number. They call back to 708-422-6685. That's 708-422-6685. That's the Meta Center. Give us that transaction number. We'll give you the code number to call in on. And that way you can get to speak with him. We'll also be going over the in-depth the whole thing about Halloween, every part of it, pumpkin pie, pumpkins, bobbing for apples, releasing the druids, all the things that you hadn't heard about will explain how it's here, the good, the good and the bad. And let me say one other thing. The wonderful thing about the 18th dynasty, and I heard the brothers say, there was a lot of light-skinned uh, brothers there. That's why we like the Egyptian history. No. The reason why I love Egyptian history is when I studied the 18th dynasty, and having studied what I call the Martian Omics that were here, that is the last time that extraterrestrials, the Longheads, um, Tutankhamun, Ankhignaten, Nefertiti, I, Mut, all of these Longheads who were extraterrestrials ruled along with man, and even included mankind and human, which are not the same, they're clones. And this is the time we tried to get together when we were taking trips through the, uh, uh, the um, Merkab out to other planets. And this is why I honor that. That pyramid was never used as a burial ground. It was used as a teleportation device, and it's still used to do so. So that's why I honor that. The other dynasties are what the skeleton of a person's skin. Because right now you've got some people in this cabinet that I can't stand. And they're all supposed to be Negroes or colors again. But I can't stand what they're doing. So I simply say now, it's for people to go within and have souls, have consciousness. And if you enjoy there tomorrow you can ask him what you want if you join me again we'll break down this whole thing in all hollywood's mass and please don't celebrate it and please don't let your children go out there eating somebody else's apple or getting it from these stores these stores are all taken over and that little cheap pumpkin stuff you got has always got something in it some kind of chemical that's going to mess them up keep them home keep them understanding what's happening stop making them go out to look ugly and so on and so forth and even the ones that look pretty if they're going out trick-or-treating they got to be crazy you don't know what you might pick up they even have razor blades and apples i say again don't honor this day don't honor halloween honor yourselves do what you can within your own society and if you must celebrate it celebrate it at home with relatives that you know and ask the creator to forgive you because you're not honoring Bapamath. You're just simply trying to have fun on another day to vent steam because of all the oppressive techniques and the money that they're taking from us right and left. So I know what I said a lot. I'd like to give that website one more time, www.themetacenter, push the number 2.com, 
422-6685. And it starts at 2.15 Central Standard Time. If you're on the East Coast, you're an hour ahead. If you're on the West Coast, you're two hours behind. 2.15 to 3.30 Central Standard Time. I hope all of your audience, and you have a big one, will join me tomorrow. It's not going to take anything away from you guys, but it will help me, and it will help us to continue this fight to do right on this planet and close these Close these portals that are evil and keep the ones open that the planet is going out of its way to open up. And if you notice again, they got uh, Soho coming here again. They got the, um, they've got a number of satellites that are coming this way. They got a meteor. They got Islam, the comet coming this way. There was the eclipse last week. There was a full moon for for eight. I'm sorry, for seven and a half days. Everything is changing. So if you understand that and you understand the brothers that you have there and yourself. Join with me to let's start doing more than talk. There are things we can do ritualistically with our minds that can still work. But when those portals are closed that are helping us and the portals that are bad are opening us, don't aid them in opening us and killing us. Don't honor that day. Stay away from it. Give nothing to it. And ask for forgiveness that anything like this is still allowed to happen on the earth. I know I said a lot. <laughs> I had to come up for deep breath. But if there's any questions or so, if you want to give, fine. If not, I thank you for the opportunity to at least make that announcement. Am I on, or was I on? Yes, always, yes. brother. We appreciate we appreciate everything that you have shared with the audience on this evening, um, and of course, we do recommend for the family to check out the webinar. If I am stationary, I myself definitely will want to check it out. You know what I'm saying to uh, get an updated get some updated information on all of those areas that you're speaking of. I also wanted to inform you earlier on the networks, I came across a link. Um, a guy from NASA has written a book about melanated beings that man the ships on the rings of Saturn. Now, the only other place that I've heard somebody speak about things of that particular nature between you and the brother Robert Smalls. And when Robert Smalls first spoke to me about it, that's when he introduced me to your works about 15, 16 years ago. You know what I'm saying? So, again, you know, I reposted it and gave you your just to and explained to people that you've been speaking about this forever and a day. I remember when you shared your story about you seeing them, you know, the brothers, and they had the afros and everything, you know, back in the 60s when they stepped to you. Yeah, well, I am a contactee back in 1960, and these were two brothers, and they, they still did things then and I can't do now, which lets me know someplace brothers are getting really educated, <laughs> and I still haven't got there. They read my minds and predicted the future. They made me lose time and came over with three UFOs over my house and performed for 45 minutes. So when people start talking about no black astronauts, there aren't any black astronauts. There are black spacemen. There are black Olmecs all over the place in this galaxy, and they've always been here waiting for us to wake up. And again, now hopefully we are waking up. And yeah, there's another uh, film that I have called The The Rainmakers. And it shows you these big ships up there making the rings of Saturn, and they must have enough rings to compensate for the planets. When we lost three planets, they took away some rings. Now that we're going to gain, as we go into the Milky Way galaxy, they're reestablishing those rings. Those rings maintain for the sun 
the, the planets that are lower in vibration, but there aren't going to be any low vibration planets that's going to make this trip, and that's why the Earth is getting these coronal mass ejections, because the Earth has got to speed up her energy. That's why these, the sun is giving off all these coronal mass ejections, because it's going to the inner sun, which is re-radiated, bringing the Earth into a, fire, a, half, a, a stronger vibrational rate, and also clearing up all those tunnels and all those evil things down there in those tunnels, those dracons, they've got to leave. And that's why you're hearing all these sounds in the earth, all these ringings in the air, because the resonance of this earth is changing. But, yeah, I talked about that. When I talked about it, my own people wouldn't even listen to me. People on other planets, rings of Saturn, they laughed at me. Well, never laugh at me when I'm telling you to tell the truth. And you'll find again that since my contact, I haven't had to lie because the lie is so much, the, the truth is so bad, it sounds like a lie. We are people that have to wake up. And we have people that's got to use our melanin and our pineal glands right, and the earth is giving us that opportunity. I sure hope we take it. Well, indeed, as always, we thank you, and um, we're sending you the energy to have a wonderful event. Please continue to do the magnificent work and the contribution that you have made that... Um, you know, speaks for many lifetimes. Your work will be here forever. So it is an honor to give thanks. I thank you so much for saying so, and I know you mean it, and that's why I accept it. And I accept humbly the life I've led, because it's been hell, but it's had bits of heaven. And bits of heaven is when I hear brothers like you coming together and speaking truth without having to mumble and jumble and stay in it like it is. Forget what they're teaching you is wrong. What we're teaching, what you're teaching, and what you know in your heart is right. Follow that first mind and everything will be fine. Thank you so much for giving me that time. I hope some of your audience joins me tomorrow. Creator bless us all. Creator bless. Creator bless. Legend. Legend. Peace, Dr. Blair. Right, yes, sir. Uh, yeah. You know, I I uh, I'll realize you know the cultural aspect of what we're doing. We we are we are doing our responsible duty and task to humanity. We are in the maintenance of culture, you know, and it's it's not it's not an easy task because uh, things change, you know. Uh, 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 older, older, you know, feelings and and emotions that are connected to culture are often challenged to needs, you know. So it's very interesting where we at right now, you know. And when I say we, I'm speaking of those who identify with this uh, dialogue, right? So, Hey, if we got any questions, comments, or concerns, this is a good time to take some. Yeah. Okay. Family, we know you out there. For the family on the line, any questions, comments, or concerns, if you have anything to contribute, now is the time. Press number one on your phone, and we will be going to the airwaves to bring you on live. All right? You are in the house. Take your shoes off. Get comfortable. We're going to bring you into the conversation. 
in due form. Alright? So I give the people a second to gather themselves. They're in the building. I don't see no hands up as of yet. Oh, they're listening. That's good. What's up with the guy, Raku? You heard from Raku? Uh, I spoke to Ra earlier in the week. Yeah. He's not in the building as of yet. Yeah, that's the God. So, yes. so you know, we, we also, I wanted you to necessarily, more, more importantly, touch on the topic that the name of the show is Scorpio Rising. You know what I'm saying? Can you speak about this auspicious time in the uh, in the calendar? And in particular, you know, I don't want to say that you own this cycle, but this cycle coincides um, very uh, acutely with your solar return. Well, you know, you know, Scorpio... Everybody always has their, uh, sometimes I don't even tell people I'm a Scorpio. You heard? Because they already have this uh, preconceived. Yeah, as to who we are beforehand. But it's really not. People always just say that we have a sex sign. And in my opinion, it's not us. We just have an intensity. The sex sign is the Virgos. You heard? Anybody that, you know, any males that have had, you know, Virgo interaction can attest to that, that Virgos is off the chain, you know. Now, the thing that people really don't understand about Scorpio is the, is the desire and need of Scorpios to, to not go into detail, people say. We don't communicate Everything, and it's really it's, I I be feeling like right before the birthday, like you get a bunch of challenges and shit. You know, it's like it's like everybody wants beef. You know, right around your birthday and shit. So it just really it's funny. It's an interesting, you know, dynamic. And I noticed that even since a child, like. As soon as fall starts, that's when shit starts popping. Just for me, you know, my summers be sweet, you know. The cold outside, you know, it's like you gotta, um, you know, tap into your to your energy. So it's interesting that a, a planet like Mars, which governs Scorpio. When you living in the northern hemisphere of New York and you raised in those cold climates where you actually get to see death, you know, you see the fall period, but it's a hot planet that, you know, that produces fire, you know, and in the cold climate, it, it, you, you actually see like the, uh, the death cycle occur. So it's like, you know, death is an interesting thing, you know. Death is deep because death is like the great mystery. It's the great unknown. And I think we kind of like 
navigate through that whole mystery skillfully, you know, in a sense, you know. When you speak of we, you're talking about Scorpios. Do Scorpios have a certain affinity to understand, you know, that particular threshold better than anyone else is what you're saying? Yeah, in a sense, it's like we, we kind of like enjoy the end of the story more than everybody else. You know, some people like the middle, the you know, the crescendo, the, the right. you know, you know, they like that part of the story, uh, you know, but we like the end because it's kind of like we already know what's going to happen, so we just, we like, you know, let's get on with it. You heard? You know, so, and I think as a, a Scorpio myself, the only time that I ever had a Scorpio uh, interaction with a female Scorpio it was very uncomfortable because I was like, this shit is intense. You heard? Like all that eye contact and shit. It was like real intense, like hanging on every word and all of that. And I was like, is this what people feel like when they're talking to me? Am I this intense and crazy, like saying this random shit? You heard? Like like real, like, like, you you know like people like that shit sometimes you know that that Scorpio intensity, but oh you know mind the mind wrestling yeah people enjoy that shit you know what I'm saying like I think I've I've grown the need to have to to actually just because the nigga just get tired of that shit of living up to it you know sometimes you want to be another sign. You know what I'm saying? But I got too many planets there. It's just just make me ratchet for nothing. You know, this extra fucking ratchet. It's crazy. But with maturity, you get wisdom out of it if you can pull your experiences out of the bank of, you know, experience and look at them for what they are, you know. You just, you know, it's interesting. It's interesting at best, but one thing about Scorpios, I I never had no drama with no Scorpio. You heard? Not no serious crazy shit. You heard? So it's like the reason being is they kind of like loyal to a fault. You heard? Almost depending on what how you look at the situation. You know, they, they, they'll ride with you when you're wrong, and that's something I'd be missing from a lot of people's lives. So a lot of people driven the Scorpios at the end of something terrible that they had, like an experience. Like, I always get dysfunctional attention from women who are leaving relationships. You heard? So it's like... It starts getting like crazy. You start feeling like the Fonz. You remember that episode where the Fonz, he had the girl that like, keep coming back to him, but she only come back. Fonz, the Fonz was like, you only come back when your when your gas tank is empty. You don't know if the gas tank is full. You know, so you know as a reference, that's like the experience that a lot of people bring to. Scorpios, and to be really like real, real, it's so ill that you. Now I ain't even gonna go there. I'm just say this: 
That's just too much. It's just uh, the end of things are always the beginning of something else, you know? So yeah. it's like some people could say that we haters because sometimes when we see, when people say, hey, hey, guess what? Guess what just happened? These, these two just, you know, just, oh, they, they popped in. We'd be like, oh, okay. We can see the end of stuff before everybody else, you heard? And it, it just makes it kind of corny, though, because it makes you be like, it's like people think you hating just because you can see the end of the story, you heard? And, you know, you know how it goes. I have that level of excitement. Like you said, you're like, all right, whatever, just get on with it. You know what I'm saying? Because we're going to have to deal with the burial. So they like, damn, we trying to celebrate the life. I'm like, yeah. Uh, all right. If you only know. Right. When you're talking about the intensity of, you know, especially the relationship, remember I was involved with a Scorpio for 10 years. It was it was born on my birthday. So yeah, it was, was almost, yeah, it, it, it was almost like, but I had already, being, being that I'm a twin, you know what I'm saying? I already had that experience of somewhat looking in the mirror and dealing with a person that mimicked my personality but had specific traits that were different, and you had to, you know, learn how to deal with it, but it taught you more about yourself than anything else. Right. You know? So Scorpio is really true in terms of that sign being transformation, you know, and, and giving you the ability to build or destroy upon learning what you're learning because there's things that I was learning that I could have used for transformation and there's things that I could have just learned just to see it in the mirror and it'd be like, okay, you know, I'm going to just let it ride. So, right. Those are very, so some very interesting times. The, the other interesting thing is this, that I find that when people want to get into their primal self and they don't want to be judged, they come to Scorpios. You heard? Because we generally let people be, you know, the human aspect, the human side of who they are. And... The trip, though, and what makes people think we overly possessive and jealous is when people start flipping, you heard? Like, like you think you think I forgot the faces you was making, you heard? Like, you you know, you know, what the, what happened? You know, what happened? You forgot? You know, so it's like that vengeful nature. And then when you get, like, on a scientific level, you look at the part of the sky that that's you know in prevalence, and they call that like a draconian kind of like system, star system where, you know, like shit. It is what it is. Like it's shit is like real. It's just hard body for people. You know, it's kind of you know, it's kind of it's like in your face time of the year. You know. So I, I, I advise anybody, really, 
to if you do have any discrepancies with any of the signs, you really should not fuck with Scorpios if you are overly indulgent in wanting to live. You know, because you could get them to a point where, like, they don't just care. You know what I'm saying? And I and I judge I judge my sign based off of what I see other signs do too. When I look at one of the when I look at the cardinal sign for fire, when I look at Leo, I learned a lot about Scorpio. When I looked at Leo, it made me wise. Because Scorpios like to tell you that they knew something already. You heard? Like, I already knew that. Like, they can't wait till you finish talking to tell you, all right, cool, I already knew that. Now what? You heard? It's kind of like, you know, now I find where you understand Leo, you understand your, uh, your, your, one of your opposites on the Cardinal, you understand psychology. You understand that when people want to be celebrated, that's a Leo concept, you heard? And you can't really, like, get in the way of that. You don't fuck with that. You just let people be celebrated, you know? And Leos posture themselves for leadership, always. But the interesting thing about that is everything has a pro and a con, like, Scorpios can be so overindulgent in their desires that they'll kill themselves. They get, they be getting high. They, you know, they just, you know, they'll do some shit that has something to do with sex or something that's like mind altering. You know, where the 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 thing that affects other signs like the cardinal sign, in particular Leo, they will do things for attention that will be uh, self inflictions almost in the, in the sense that they would do something to get attention. Like they will crash a car, fall off of something to be like, look at me, at the victim. You heard? Yeah. They line themselves up just to get right. that attention. Make themselves right. respectful. Right. And, that's, and it, it just teaches you about your sign, you know, as a cardinal sign. And then I look at the other signs that are underneath. When I look at cancers. I like cancers for friends because they are uh, they true to their emotions and their intuitiveness for the water signs. But I, when I look at Pisces, I look at what I believe to be the most ratchet sign in the whole zodiac. You heard them? They don't care about nothing, and they would take. They will go if they would. I don't want to get too explicit. This is a family show, you heard? But they can. You, it's impossible to fill up their cup when they're emotional, you heard? Mm-hmm. They will go visit everybody they know in one day, you heard? And think nothing of it. But the interesting thing is that they are only in search of leadership, you heard? They're the water sign that seeks the sound that the Japanese man will put on the sound or freeze up to make them good or better. You heard? So they yeah. oftentimes look as being hypocrites. 
you know, or because they hate hypocrisy. They can't stand hypocrisy because they're, they're the biggest hypocrites. People don't like generally the desires that make them feel uncomfortable. You can always tell what somebody is by what they don't like. Yeah? Whatever you tell me you don't like is really what you are on the low. Yeah? So mm-hmm. they can very well be the uh, the ones who, and, you know, and we in the age of Pisces, so everybody is into this religious thing and into wanting to be knowledgeable, but by way of, of knowing personages who are going to tell them what to do. If you notice, like if I had the opportunity, the time, and I had, all, you know, all my ba- bills paid for like at least 10 years, then you could be evil and you could get more followers. If you was to be evil, if you would beat everyone that asked to be beaten, proverbially or literally, you would be far more successful in this period because just psychologically, the planets are overwhelmingly conspiring for people to be followers under the age of Pisces. And this is why mm. the Jesus figure, and this is why those of us who participate in simple literacy understand that why the computer is going to be the next God as we go into Aquarian age concept. Yeah? And all yeah. of the work that people like Brother Siddiqui Bakari. I listened to a Ray Kurzweil. I never heard of Ray Kurzweil until Siddiqui spoke about him. And I listened to a whole presentation last night of her, uh, uh, Kurzweil talking about how to create mind, how to create mind. And I was trying to be like, I was trying to listen to it subjectively, but objectively I was like, how can you judge them with this much shit he was saying, he was going into the scientific plausibility of why man, the natural progression for man is the intelligence inherently possessed by machines. You got to be careful, you heard, because you'll start thinking, you know, like, hold up, I don't really need my mind because I got Siri, you heard? And this is the work that Siddiqui doing. Siddiqui getting people ready for that period where nobody wants to be organic or biological. They want the chip. I seen Siddiqui do a presentation at the uh, opening up for for Griff, and it was a short presentation, but it was such a you know cock full of information. It was a mind blower. I was like, wow, these are premonitions that I've been getting. You know that voice in my head has just been playing scenarios out to me, and I thought it was all sci-fi. You know, I just thought it was just my my um, imagination, my imaginative mind. But, you know, right. the, 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 it's a tangible reality at this point. So right. I would advise, yeah, the people to go and check out what that brother's talking about because that's next level. Oh, can I say this, too, while we speak about presenters and presentations? Last time I was on the show, it was me, you know, being ratchet, and you mentioned Brother Ray Hagens is coming to town, and I didn't know that Polite had something to do with that. So shout-out to Ray Hagens and Brother Polite, because Polite is my homie. Anything that he participates in, that's my man, because I already know he's trying to improve the quality of, of his life and exponentially the life of those who are around him. You heard? So I never want to give people the wrong impression. Everybody that knows me knows who I support you know, 
because I always, you know, big up those who are uh, uh, intrinsically involved in the upgrade, and he is one of the people. When I did my presentation, which I I would call my last, I did it with him. And this is a brother, he wasn't haggling or trying to talk me down to my number or my price or whatever. The brother was there. You know, I actually, just to be honest, Brother paid me before I even got there. Before the sweat was even dried on my face, I was paid already. So I appreciate him and, any, and everything he brings to the community. So just so you know, people like to listen to our conversations to hear decisiveness. You know what I'm saying? You know, and for the record, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm just in, I, I'm in love with this authenticity. You know what I'm saying? If anybody has ever tried to meet me in a real place, you know, you have nothing to worry about. Everything around you is sacred to me, but people who just don't meet me in the real authentic places, you know, I really don't care about you, you know, and nothing that's sacred to you is sacred to me. So, you know, he is a sacred brother. Everything that's sacred to him is sacred to me as well, and I demonstrate that in my behavior around him, you know. And, you know, so his his family and cohorts can also testament to that, you know. And... I just want to give a shout out to the uh, to the people, the brothers and sisters in particular, who I know that sell the the the, uh, the literature and the uh, the culture in the form of the DVDs. Brother Sarnetta is a powerhouse in the community, and I'm blessed to have known him and know him, and he, you know, be invited to his home and know his family. Brother Rich downtown Brooklyn. He changed the uh, the whole energy for Brooklyn by even being down there, Brother Hanif in Philadelphia, uh, Brother yeah, Larry. Here. I was speaking brother, to that brother earlier man. Shout out to Brother Rich. No question. And, and Brother Larry up 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 in Oakland, Oakland, and uh, Brother oh. Hamoun. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Brother Larry and shout out to Beverly. Real Brother Stanley Young, you know, he's a, a legend. He's an authentic Scorpio. You know, I don't be on the phone with, with people like that, but Scorpios, for some reason, we be on the phone for hours just going in. My man Al, down in the Carol, you know, shout out to my, you know, one of, I, I had the pleasure of having one of my, my students come here. This is a young brother that I've been mentoring since he was 18 years old. He's 24 now. And he came out to California, and we went in this weekend just on culture, you know what I'm saying, and me showing him why I do what I do, you know, and where we at with it. And this is one of the people that takes the information and, and monetizes it in the form of business endeavor. You know what I'm saying? So when people ask me, what, what, what do you have to show for your efforts and all that, I have to show for this. I, I mentor and I assist in the, in the intelligent dialogue and the upliftment of some very significant people, psychologists, some very intelligent young people, you know, men and women who enjoy the dialogue and the authenticity of what we present. You know, we're not would never catch me debating about anything because I'm far too intelligent to debate. I, I agree with everything because I understand why everything needs to be here. You're, it's here for a reason. 
You know what I'm saying? They all are emanating from the one. So, you know, an intelligent person knows that you can't debate. That we all emanate from the one family. So there's really, you know, there's so many ways that you could, that, you know, that you could present your truth that, it, you know, it, it's either the glass is half full or it's half empty. You know what I'm saying? And we all evolve. <laughs> Ray, you my witness. While we talking, I don't have no discrepancy with no teacher or anybody who puts their life in service of these group of people. You heard? I just would hope that that people would have had some of the same, and this might be naive of me, but to hope that people, and I don't hope and wish this for everyone because this is what might be bad for people, but to have the same life experiences with people makes you makes people respect you a, a little differently. So we're in a different era. I'm really, I'm going to be 40 in, in about 340-something days. In a few mm-hmm. days, I'll be 39. You heard? You know me since I was about seven, eight years old, maybe nine. You heard? Where we we known each other psychology, we seen each other develop and grow. So you know we know each other a little more than people who are outside the conversation may know us. You heard? Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, the wisdom that we have garnered, I have enough wisdom at this point that I will work with any brother or sister in the community. And I heard what you said. The sisters said they they, they want more sisters to speak, and I agree with that for the simple fact, because I understand and I know what the power of female psychology has on the developmental psychology of males. You heard? When a woman, when a woman who is comfortable in herself and loves herself shows any man attention, and notice what I said, because this is what is beautiful. Beauty Beauty involves comfortability within oneself, you heard? And I don't see a lot of quote-unquote bad women, like, ooh, she bad, so she bad. And sometimes they be bad literally. Like, she pretty but for no reason at all because she's just no an ugly. Yeah. She's ugly motherfucker inside, you heard, from her experiences. But then there's yeah. these women who are of exceptional confidence levels that it just made you on an individual level want to achieve and strive for greater things, you know? So, you know, I encourage you to any whiz that you know around you that has a solid psychology and that has something to offer, you know, you create the platform and and exponentially the universe is going to bless you because you vicariously giving a platform for women to nurture humanity, you exponentially gain the respect and honor of the ancestors because if you make a woman and give her a platform to express nurturing, what's going to happen is it makes an easier way for those behind you and it makes your ancestors love you. you heard? I want my mama, yeah, I want to put my mama out there, you know. I mean, I know she's she stepped out and did her thing, but I truly feel like, you know, her 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 wisdom, her experience, 
you know what I'm saying, just her, her ability to relate. I mean, I, 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 she, I don't need, I feel like she's only reached 5% of that potential to, 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 to the audience that needs to see her. She's only reached about 5% of them. There's a whole 95% of the audience out there. You know, I, yeah. I elect her. Your mother is a powerhouse of information, culture, knowledge, and all other things. You know what I'm saying? You right. know, she's she, the foundation where, you know, you shine your light from. These these women, um, I just, you know, we have these machines that we've built. You know what I mean? We have these platforms that we've created, and we have this influence, and I just want to be able to, you know, utilize that to share their information because I really, really honestly feel like when when we when we get that, like you're saying, when we receive that part of, that nurturing with, with, with a, from a female who is, like you said, solid in her psychology is going to do stuff for us. It's going to change us and move us in directions that we really need to go at this point. Like the woman, the woman, especially the black woman, she is, you know, even the white woman for that aspect. Because when you go downtown Manhattan, our women are raising their children. Our women are raising Europeans. They they're growing up. The um the the that's the maternal um that's a, that's a maternal figure in their life. Even though they may have mothers, that nanny and whatnot, that that's the maternal figure. So even for black children, the maternal figure is the white teachers inside of these schools. Oh well, okay. these white women that taught us. You know, I don't I don't. You know, I'm sure it's, it's a little more diverse in the school system now. But when me me and you were in elementary school, it was all wrinkled white women that were raising us. Miss Jacob, Miss mm-hmm. Cohen, Miss Steinberg, yeah. yeah. You know, they so they're, they're, they're when I used to be all the first. I told that lady, I said, "What?" I said, "She told she had the audacity to tell us that the Jewish people, her people, made the pyramids, and that shit that my mother, that shit was contradicting everything my mother raised me on." And I was like, I felt it was my responsibility to be like, bitch, you lying. That is not the truth. I was like, yo, white people can't even be in the climate of Africa. And I was like this at four, in fourth grade to be able to withstand the pressures of the sun to be able to build anything. And this white woman used to smoke cigarettes in front of us. She was ratchet. You heard? She got a nose job and all that when I was little. When I was little, she, I swear to God, she was ratchet. She used to wear these tight-ass jeans and shit. But, you know, she was like, get out of the class now. She took me to the the, uh, the sister principal office, who was another Jew, Mr. Siegel. And Mr. Siegel, he went in on me. He was like, it was like they was trying to abuse me because of the shit that my mom had told me. Yeah, they were trying to break you. They were trying to break yeah, you. Yeah, they were trying to break me, my nigga. That's, that's and I was like, task. yeah, that's a task that they've been endowed with when they go into when they when they're teaching our babies. That's why it's very important. Family. And she went to Brooklyn College. And anybody mm-hmm. that looks at any of the school books, if you're in New York, look at any of the old school books from when you was with the school. All of the authors were Jewish. So it's like it's their responsibility to educate a class of people who are uh, who are workers. And I'm going to tell you something. The curriculum now 
is nowhere the curriculum when where we was in school. When I was in junior high school, I was equipped to be a sophomore in math, science, and social studies because of the good school I went to. Bro, we was in a talent. We was in a school for talented children, like right, right. So now I'm gonna tell you this: people is saying that hey, my my son and my daughter are straight A students. They giving these kids A's, but the curriculum is really not challenging. So they right. passing a bunch of kids that are eventually gonna be idiots. You heard? So. Mm-hmm. You know, the the conversation that we always have here, it always has to lead back to people who have children. So I tell, you know, brothers all the time, you know, it, it comes a point where the real is separated from the fake based on what the father is, you know, uh, concentrating on. If your daddy is in the house, women listen to this. If the daddy is in the house gossiping and playing video games, and trying to be cute and keeping up with Michael Jordan, right, and not making atmosphere for when that little girl turned 15 to 16 to have a great big ball. Like, we really need to speak about this, Lord. This will change everything. You heard? We do. I would, you know why? Yo, also real shit, I would put my – this would be one of my – something I would die for. And I got to – I'm in the daughter – the niggas with daughters club, you heard? Yeah. Everything that you do right now is the build-up for creating their psychology so she is not a world star twerking or in any of those search engines where you go look up ebony teen sex, you heard? You heard? They don't pop up. And she don't pop up. The way to get and circumvent that is to honor their psychology at the turning point of when hormones get into them and their character gets suppressed, like uh, really created. When the hormones come, you heard? Women, if you're a single mother and you're raising daughters, don't hate on your daughters because you're going to create another woman that's going to hate on other women. You heard? You don't want to create that because what you'll have is a sister that's stranded out there and don't have no social connection. I I I, I always love how sisters keep their connections. Like you you think you be a ratchet, but all the sisters know you, and they all got their little secret society. It was like, oh, they be like, oh no, that nigga want to send everybody up. You heard? They have their own little connection. Now, yeah. how do how do you? They got a secret cessation is the Illuminati for real. They got the yeah. real. They be talking about your joint. If you give, if you get it in, yeah. if you're not, whatever, they be they will tell a motherfucker your business. You heard? If you would never yeah, you ain't even know it. And you ain't even know it. You Ain't know it. So my thing is. How do responsible men address the, the the culture? They have to, brothers who have sons, when your son is 15 years old, you will lose your son if you do not honor the influx of his hormonal change because he's going to change and start seeing your weakness. I remember when I was 15, 16 years old, and I started feeling like I was smarter than adults. You heard? Right. 
it was yeah. the hormonal change. I started seeing their weaknesses, and I started taking them shits into account. You heard? So the shit that I used to do when we was 15 to 16, we was commandeering large groups of people. I remember when I was 15 years old, I, we, we, I encouraged a group of young men to take and pilfer everything of value from everyone on this particular train between West 4th Street and 34th Street. I never had that yeah. much money in my life when I was little. And it was because of theatrics and the fact that I had already knew people's psychology. I'm the one that told niggas to stop beating people up and start robbing them. Fuck y'all just jumping people forth for nothing, and you ain't getting nothing out of it. You heard? Mm-hmm. And then it turned into a new movement. So I already know what type of shit you do when you're 15 and 16. You have to harness that, 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 that energy by honoring the young people at that period, and all of their peers are exponentially raised in that sense. You might be raising kids that don't have no fathers and not even know it. You heard? So when I go see my daughter down in Georgia, her neighbors, her, her, her little friends who, play, who she played with next door, now they know me because they see me come every year. You heard? So they... They, so, so they cleave towards that and look forward to that. You heard? When I went yeah. there for Christmas, because I'm not, you know, my, my daughter's mother is of a different cultural perspective, and I'm not, you know, I'm not sitting, I'm not, I ain't finna be denying my child no cultural experiences. She live in the Western world because I see what happens. You get these adults who feel like their daddy ain't never do shit for them because they never honored them or nothing or gave them nothing and tried to suppress them with some cultural shit. And you think just because you was raised cultural, I was raised Muslim. I knew the black man was God when I was a baby. I used to openly say that white folks that used to talk kind to my mother and I in Chicago, I used to be like, that's a nice devil. You heard? You heard? I already had the concept lodged in my psyche. But I'm going to tell you something. If you have a child with a woman that is of a different cultural perspective and you don't have enough finances or the, uh, the, the uh, characteristics to make a superior lifestyle change and just change everything in her, you have to adopt a means of survival to maintain your role in your family situation. So stop trying to hate on everything and just maintain the poise of model behavior because you don't tell me what to eat until you're able to feed me. Because when you feed me every day, you heard, I'm going to eat the food that you eat, and then slowly but surely I'm going to fuck around and start thinking like you. You heard? But you got to prepare that shit and make it look real good for me, for me to be like, I don't want that other stuff. You heard? And that's just the science of aesthetics that translates itself to common sense. You know, we're not in the business of turning our people off or making our people feel bad for not knowing the distance between the planet Earth and the moon and all of that. You heard? We we just want to enlighten people. So children, when you get them to that point where, and already as it stands, they don't have too many emotional connections with their parents because their parents don't social network with them. 
A lot of parents are corny. They don't follow their children's social networking. They don't play with them in their social network. Because when you do that, you also teach their, their friends that their social network is also a, a, a sacred thing. You can't isolate your kids from that shit, you heard? They are part of it. So you have to now, as a conscionable adult, into the game of popular culture as a guide and not a hater, you heard? Because you'll lose your kids. They come home from school and social network with the kids that they just left class with, but they don't want to ask you what's going on in your mind. They're really not interested in what's going on in your mind. They're only interested in other people who are interested in them, you heard? So when your parents have an overwhelming interest in you, it just gives you and enamors you with a bunch of uh, 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 what I want to say, confidence, you hear? And that's a broad term, but that's just some of the benefits of you honoring their transition in humanity. All of us, were, we just fucked the 40 acres and the mule. You deserved an initiation. You deserved 10, 12 or more, five or more prominent men in your culture for young men you deserve that for them to affirm you on a day and give you a gift and make you feel honored and as well that you owe them and, and owing them owe the community. For women, they are emotional beings and their beauty must be honored. You heard? They have to have a day where they honor their beauty so they can have a high level of self-respect and they don't give that stuff to these little, you know, the worm, soldier boy in them. Because them niggas with the, the uh, sagging, the, the little niggas that sagging with them tight boys on, they got all the bad ones. You heard? Them niggas got the dimes. You hear me? Talk about it. You know, you got two minutes to the live stream. Hold on. If you're listening on your computer, you want to continue with us on the phone? You have to call 347 Got 60 seconds left. 2135. For real. So, you know what it is, Lord. Yeah, you. Oh, my bad. I had to mute on. I'm bugging. That's all right. Yeah. So yeah. I was saying that. I was saying that these little dudes is chief keeping the little these little uh, the the knuckle draggers with the pants. I can they going in on the little ones. You know what I'm saying? These little girls they chief keeping them. So you know, parents be very very you know listen to what this brother is saying. And you, you better approach that thing. You know, we need to create, they call it bro mitzvahs these days, but we need to create some form of rites of passage. That's why, um, you know, I encourage uh, uh, the brothers and sisters, first of all, in New York and other places, you know, stop playing, stop, stop, y'all pump fake to the point where it's becoming, it's just becoming sad. 
because you won't yeah, come together yeah, exactly. and create. Hold I, on. I, I, they, I, they, I just they want they to talk create to you heard? Huh? Just talk to street people. You heard? I, I, I'm so sick of New York because it's such an intellectual cornerstone for the rest of the world. I'm starting to find movements around the country that's dissatisfied with what's going on there because they know the shenanigans is over. You heard? Right, right. I've been on this show since, I mean, it's almost to the point where I sound like I'm the mad rapper, but I've been on this show for about four weeks straight just, you know, sharing my discontent with with, with New York ever since I've been back here. And the fact that, you know, I'm, I'm trying to share with the family that through my travels and other places around America, the discontent towards New York, is very it's it's a growing discontent because like you said, brother, they peep the game, they know the shenanigans, they see that they, 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 they're not slow, they understand what niggas out here is doing. And it's becoming it's it's really turning into a black guy. And um you know Yo, I had I had to it was so crazy that I had to unfriend grown men, like niggas that have pictures with kids, like these niggas that take care of kids because they like Dawood disrespecting a young 20-year-old something, young man doing something. And I'm like, how the fuck is a crackhead nigga that drink fucking mag 24 ounces of malt liquor have a voice in this weird marginal community? And I'm like, it comes from the fucking online shit and the fact that online without a context, right? Son. People don't people don't understand the import of what it is that the blueprint was established when Valentine Blair Hemet, you heard, established a triad and then it extended to Azariah taking us to another magical bent, then it extended to all of these movements and these young, brilliant people. You heard? You know, everybody included. Our our generation included. And no matter how niggas don't like certain niggas, you know, you know, uh, you know, these niggas still have import in the community. You heard? People still enjoy the what people have to offer. What has to happen, though, is that people have to get more involved in the information and start requesting. When you request a speaker to come to your area, you should tell the speaker what to speak about. Don't let them come and speak about whatever they want to speak about. You find out what they know, and you make it address the issue in your community. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, my one of the main... You know, one of my main King probably hit that thing. He probably hit that mute. Yeah, Lord, I don't want to curtail how you express yourself because that's your self-expression. But, you know, if you could just tone down the explicitives just a little bit. Oh, oh you know what? We, 
that 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 definitely is in order for the fact that what I want to do is I want to reach a universal crowd. So you know it's uh, excuse my my um, my English. You know this commercial language is so uh, assertive when you're trying to get certain emotional points across. You and know I how do understand. Goes. That's why it's, it's yeah. raw emotion, and I know where you're yeah. coming from, and I agree. Yeah. But I. Sometimes I get inboxed by grandmothers, son. I feel you. I feel you. I get inboxed by, by, by people's poor herbs, and they be like, yo, love your program. Tune into it. It's, 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 you know, it's our well. It's our source of information. But if you can, just please, you know what I'm saying, just a little bit. They be like, well, right. just, just tone it down just a little bit. Right. Because, right. You know, and, and, and you know I'm what? Sure. It's that, uh, it's that, it's a festive breeze. But, you know, when you have the ability to transcend in language, you should use it so that is wisdom that you have imparted. So, you and, know, I, and I know if anybody has it, you do. Yeah, yeah, no question, no question, no question. Yeah, so, his, his, line, his line drops. I created you know, William, the brother, the brother, I already know what he was going to yeah. say. Brother was definitely going to assert to the to the listening audience that in fact he has you know asserted the same you know sentiments. And I'm gonna tell you something about the beauty of being from New York. I witnessed the other day. I wore a shirt the other day that I I said to myself I'm not gonna wear again because I honor you know the sentiments of humanity, but I got a shirt that one of my my uh, my brethren gave me, and it says, I am God in gold letters. You heard? And it's uh-huh. a real nice shirt. And I, if I was on the East Coast, I would get all type of kudos, and people would love this shirt. You heard? Like, where you put that from? But I'm on the West, and I wasn't getting no good reviews. Here, because of the fact that this is a very um, uh, religious, religious and, yes, and cultural place, you know, for you know all of the major religions have a community, you know. So I was, I was like questioned, almost a challenge for it, and it just gave me an opportunity to express to the person in question, the alternate reality that is present that people are just not aware of. But I'm saying all this to say that the East Coast is more of an Islamic point of reference because of Chicago. And I implore people, when you understand, you know, ethno, ethnography and uh, iconography, you understand that, Chicago plays a significant role in much of the uh the iconic figures that have that have graced, you know, the African American experience. It's a point of reference, so to speak, for the high end approaches to our you know, our living here. And there's a lot of autonomy involved in living there. You know, there's a lot of blessings being from there or born there or living there. And people who are not from there, 
or have an affinity or connection to Chicago can't really speak about movements that emanate from Chicago. Because if you don't understand the iconography of the environment, you don't understand power. So power is, uh, Chicago is like a power center. You're, so I'm saying this all it's, to say that it, it, the it East is Coast the, movement. Right. It's the yeah, chief. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, is. Chicago is, is, is the center of where the power emanates. Yes. Yes. All that power it's coming like, off that water, all that power coming off Cahokia, and all of these places, you know, Chicago is a center, it's a power center, it's Gotham City, so, yeah. Yes. So, you know, saying all of this to say that the the um the movements that inaugurated and created the East come from uh an Islamic perspective and if anybody involved with Islam knows that the the whole the the, the infrastructure of Islam is based off of religious scientific thinking where uh in scientific Thinking is based off of empiricism or empirical data or fact. So when you get into Islamic jurisprudence jurisprudence or Islamic um, uh, uh, ways of deducting or reasoning, you find that it was a period in that whole Moorish paradigm where they had access to people who were translators who had access to three or more different languages. So they had an affinity towards compiling much of the Greek works. Uh, Many of the people who were doing the translation were people of African descent, however, because they had the grasp of the uh, syllabic and the uh, dialect of, you know, of, of Kushite empire. So there's really no such thing as Greek. It, it's Coptic, you know. So if you can address the Coptic thinking or the Coptic mind, you know, the syllabic form of speaking those, uh, like Gies, the liturgical language of Kushite Christianity, you have uh, access to the psychology involved. So just to say the 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 narrative that we have in the modern era is an amalgamation. There's nothing to argue about relig- in religion because we have an amalgamation of the entire African diaspora's ability to maintain certain religious traditions in psychology despite being conquested and having what you call it a uh, a uh, 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 being victims of translation. So there's still African concepts involved in every form of religion. So interestingly, when you go to Venezuela, I found there's a culture in Venezuela that they create gods to serve their own people. Now, this is an African Congo uh, 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 system of culture. In Venezuela, they have... Uh, various courts of gods that go all the way back to the African gods where you burn candles and they have African saints that look like moors, the heads of rat, Islamic moors, whatever, for different things that you need 
the world to do in your social setting. So now, interestingly, this is the deep part, is that, and this is the Scorpio part of the endeavor towards looking for death for solutions in the living world, where they have a new court of of gods that reflect the social setting of the last 40 years, and these are the thugs and the gangsters in their community. So imagine people coming in hordes and going to the the grave of 50 Cent or the grave of Killer Ben, the grave of Killer Pain, all of these legends, you know, that put work in, and people are coming in with statues, wax statues of them, and praising them. Now, this is a cultural iconography and religious practice held by the dark-hued Spanish-speaking Africans who are in the southern region of America. Now, this is an interesting thing that they are seeking for social maladies to address social issues. They are creating their own gods to address it, and the people that they're using are the people that they actually lived around. So they're giving these gods, they, they have one gangster god that they go give offering to. They said that he liked the anisette, uh, the liquor, and he liked to just smoke cigarettes. So that's the offering that people go to his grave and give him and create his statue around. So these are like the, the humans need, human psychology requires religions that justify what's going on in their life. So when you speak about Chicago religion, you got to see what Chicago religion or the edifice of having something established there did for the rest of the black world. So you look at Sweet Daddy Grace, and I always tell people this, that these brothers were geniuses of their time. This is, you talk about anything that happened around the turn of the century. If, anybody, if you know anybody that was born in the 1930s, you ask them about the food, the culture, the transportation, how they knew about news. Ask them about the federal camps that were open. Um, ask them about the, you know, life in that period, and you will be amazed and you will honor any type of spiritual system that comes from that period because those people were trying to give people in the Western world, in America, a different means by which to survive. So connect this to the need to create quinceañeras and all that. If we create a cultural paradigm, we could create a cultural paradigm with sisters who stole, sisters who sew and create clothes, uh, brothers who um, are party promoters, or things of that nature. We could create another revenue stream honoring black people, but we have to create a renaissance based off of a cultural need to honor these people. You heard? So the whole do for self... Let me just finish this thought. The whole do for self thing has to now become a do for self in the form of these guys that are putting work in. You got a lot of guys that quote-unquote call themselves tough or gangsters or whatever. They putting a lot of work in. They letting letting it all hang out just to have some money. You understand? So where are they taking this money? These dudes are going to jail with the money. Or as soon as the boys come, 
they realized they really didn't have enough money. You heard? So where's the money going? It has to go towards the renaissance of honoring the young people. That has to be the new status symbol for men in the community. How many psychologies do you honor with the skillful art of gift giving? As as right. it pertains to your responsibility of honoring the initiatory system, initiating people's psychology into new paradigms, you know, we never had a, a, a initiation, and that is harmful. And everybody who has not had an, an initiation is emotionally retarded in some uh, uh, respect, and they can't get right, you know. It's like you can't accomplish a certain end because they've never created a high ceiling for you to reach. There ain't no such thing as being afraid of success. You cannot succeed if you have no context for success. And that's a beautiful segue into what I was going to ask you next. I was downtown Los Angeles today, and I saw an elder, melanated elder, on the corner. Brother had a clown hat on. You know, he had to be a little bit over 60. You know what I'm saying? He had, like, um, you know, his, his, his attire was somewhat, like, mismatched. He was just, in, in so many words, without being judgmental, he was making a fool of himself. And he was pressing up on some Albion's asking for um for some money, right? So, you know, I got I got different voices in my head at different times. You know, one of them are very cynical. So his voice was like, Look in here. Father civilization. Panhandling, pressing up on some Albion's asking him for change. So you know, I started responding back to it, like, oh, like, what's wrong with you? Calm down. You know what I'm saying? And then it, that, that voice kept pressing, and it was like, ask yourself, honestly, though. It was like, is this the father civilization? And if so, is the black man in America so arrogant to say, that just because he has an imprint of melanin on him, or he supposedly came from Africa, however many years ago he came, and he's here in the Americas, and he's going through such a metamorphic process of, of, you know, of um, coming into contact with, with, with European sperm and, you know, or willfully, you know, mixing sperm and, and, and blood with other races or what have you, to come up to what we have now, and like you have said at other times, you know, a nigga is a melanin. Listen, melanin will take care of itself through the use of chaos whenever it's under duress. As a child, I grew to understand and know fully that Let let me finish. Let me just say this. Begging begging is a hustle. You heard? (laughs) And that's that's a game. That's from the streets. You heard? I understand that. Let me finish. That was just the context, like I said, that the voice posed the question. And what the question was being posed to me is that if the black man in America is laying claim to say, we are the cream of the crop, we're the oldest thing on this planet, it was like, isn't that arrogant? What about the African that comes from Africa? 
that comes here that the black man shows no respect to and has a whole level of contempt for because he comes from the continent. But these people contain the original code. They have the melanin imprint. They have the history. Some of their bloodlines have never been interfered with. Should that not be considered the most ancient and archaic of us? Is that not the progenitor of life on this planet? But the black man that's over here has been contaminated over many centuries, many generations. Lord knows he is a conglomeration of what these particular days. Is this not the newest being on the planet? Is a nigga the newest thing, just like a Puerto Rican? What the hell is a Puerto Rican? Can I tell you What's the birth record on a Puerto Rican or a Dominican? Can I I tell you something? Those are new species on the face of this planet. It's the, the, the dialogue is that what is reality conspiring to do? And reality only exists through the vehicle of the flesh. So the flesh has rules. And if one of the rules is that if it can happen, it will happen. You heard? So social pressure is the progenitor of religion and the most important religion right now is Christianity, and the most important story in Christianity is not Jesus, it's the sojourn of people who were displaced from one place and needed to move to another, so they had a Messiah named Moses do it. That is a human condition. People will always be displaced by a stronger force, even culturally, and we call it uh, what, what they call it gentrification. You heard so melanin is the question here. What is melanin conspiring to do to itself? When I was young, I remember we, me, myself, and Dane, me and Dane seeing a man dressed in an entire newspaper suit. And the man asked me and Dane for some money, and we laughed at him, and we was, and we was uh, you know, we were trying to get at him because he was dressed in a paper suit. We was like, you need to get up and go get your own money. You heard? And he pulled out a bankroll that could choke a horse. It right. said that he got all of that from that paper suit that we was gigging at him on. And it changed my perspective on what can happen, will happen, and then making the distinction, because I'm going to tell you, when you go to other places outside of your own comfort zone, you see humanity conspire in every color to survive. I ain't never seen no more poor people. I had to come to California to see what poor white America looked like. You heard? I ain't yeah, never seen it before. You see it what it is, and it's real. You heard? The, they, they are some of the, some of the most, um, the widest demographic of derelicts. You heard? They have... However, the only thing that keeps them, um, you know, uh, surviving is that there's like a there's like an inner kind of like uh, a hard hard love. Like you, when you notice how people who are not your culture approach you to beg, people ask black people more for money because we have a sentiment to accept poverty from any race. We understand. So you can even tell how they address you or ask you. You heard? They know what we need to see to give people money. You know, you know, it's a whole psychology about this. Aesthetics made me respect it. And no, no, no. It. 
objective yeah. point of view. No you know question in the that the brother was out there asking the money, like I said, it was just the context that the question was posed. Yeah. What I'm talking about is the arrogance yeah. of the quote-unquote black in America to hold on to this particular title while overlooking the fact that there's something that is much more contained in terms of the biological historical record, and, and, and I'm talking about the African from Africa who the black man shows no respect to when he encounters him here in America. He likes to almost tell him something about his own self. Well, you know what's deep about it, though? The deep thing is about this, just to, to, to delve into your dialogue even more, is that the African populace who find themselves here in America are coming from a different psychology than you and I are. And um and it and it is one where and I you know, I I have I have had close communication and um interrelation with them on a social level to understand the psychology that is involved. They have a a culture that is very close knit in the form of spirituality. They really don't make a lot of distinctions and their religion is their front cover. But under that, they have a, a, a system of morality that's just different than ours, you heard, in many respects. So when you look at, and when I say morality, I, I don't say it to give the word any uh, shine. I'm just saying it as a system of ethics, you heard. Anybody mm-hmm. that's not in their tribe, quote, unquote, is fooled, you heard. And that's really... The, the nature of survival. When you look at the vice whole thing where they speak about um they speak about Liberia, they ask the Liberians where do where does the heroin come from in the community and the brother who's a journalist said candidly, he said Nigerians. You heard? Then Butt Naked, General Butt Naked, when he was in Nigeria he said that he bought some uh like a shish kebab off the street and that it was human flesh. You heard? So it's like, and when they say in Liberia that many of the people haven't actually ate human flesh. You heard? So this does not negate the beauty of these people. This means that they have a different cultural connection to survival than you and I have. So many of them come here and don't respect the fact that we have much opportunity that we do not exploit or use because we have an emotional connection to something that we call hardship that they call every day, you heard? So that's where the distinction comes in. And then, and, and, and this the other thing, anybody that goes to Africa, you will be a fool to not expect the people in the most richest part of the world who are being exploited to most to not be the most genius of sorts as far as economic growth and development, you heard? So Africans bring their 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 uh their cultural experience to the Americas, and there's a distinction between them and I. You know, they they kind of come here and be, and get worse when they cleave to our culture. Yeah, like even the Mexicans, they start calling their women bitches when they start listening to rap music. Yeah, calling everybody oh. around them niggers. You know, excuse my language. But just to be candid, you know what I mean? So when you deal with African-Americans, 
when you're dealing with African Americans, you're dealing with a 400-year legacy, which expands maybe about six or seven generations of abuse, verbal and physical. You heard? So all of the maladies that you see in, in our culture right now are is nature trying to weed the abused pieces out of the paradigm. You think they're trying to promote a culture where they don't um, accept gender in a holistic point of reference? That's really, you think that they're pushing a culture for that. They're not pushing a culture for that. Nature is pushing a culture for that because nature is trying to perform what's called a genus terminus. It's taking whatever has been abused the most out of the revenue of of progenitors. Yeah. So it's killing off what could bring life in hopes to establish new life. You understand? You know, so when this is like straight red house talk, but the red house is really red on the inside, but the paint on the outside is blue. You heard? It's the, the outside part is the part that is, you know, it's fair pleasing. It's the part that people need aesthetically, but the inside are the uncomfortable. It's the uncomfortable truths required for development of psychology. You know what I mean? For right. real. As soon that as whole I test. Can Sir? I just say this? What you say, Lord? I said let's go to the lines. All right. My wife is looking at me crazy. I got a this is date night, so I got to um. I have to wrap it up soon, but I have some hands up in the call queue. I do, I do want you to finish. That's right, Lord. But you know, and you know, you, you maintain. If you're not happy, the listening audience won't be happy. So you can wrap it up, but you, you know, bring in huh? a question or two. You heard, and then we can wrap it up, Lord. Indeed, indeed. So I got a caller calling from the A's. I got a four four hand up. Call up from the four oh four four three eight. Call up from the four oh four. Peace. Welcome to the peace. Red House. Greetings. Peace, peace, peace is wisdom to lie. Peace to lie. Wizzy, what it do? Peace is family. Wizzy. I have pressed one a long time ago um, when when um, Brother Rashid was going in, like, I just agreed with everything that he was saying. I say peace to everybody, peace to the family. Um, I love y'all. We love, love you. Um, you know, y'all my brothers, and I'm enjoying this Scorpio season. Um, my newborn son is getting ready to turn one next week. So, yes. So I have a Scorpio child of my own, and um, my Venus is in Scorpio and my Mercury is in Scorpio. So, you know, I get different 
perspective of you know of this this time and when um brother Rashid was going in like everything he said <laughs> I rock with everything that he said, everything from the policies to you know, putting women on their platform and how you'll be abundantly blessed. And, um, you know, man, I just, I love y'all. I love y'all so much. I had to give y'all a shout-out, but y'all know that. That's right. That's right. Appreciate you. For real. You know, it's it's all about, um, it's all about the youth and the babies and these babies who have, uh, you know, conscious parents who are intrinsically involved in the culture, they will look back at these uh, shows as references for their own authenticity, you know? So, mm-hmm. you know, we, we definitely appreciate you and your entire family and everybody that's influenced by what you have to offer. And you see, you know how life is. Here it is, you in the A, and you around people that we grew up with when we was knuckle draggers, you know what I'm saying? Right. You know, people that know us before we was even doing what we do, you heard? So, you know, and and honor and respect to them. You know, we all in transition. We all trying to make something of ourselves. Shout out to, you know, uh, Brother Amir and as well Brother Soul Messiah and and the Sister Syrah and and my Brother Enoch. You know what I mean? All of them who were in the, you know, that, that, uh, don't never stop that, that God hop movement because it's real. You know, it's going to be, uh, and, and y'all take it, take it, take it further than what it is. Make it, make it something crazy, you know, because it already is authentic. It's an experience. It's our culture. So that's the thing. What we're trying to do as far as this documentary is concerned. So we got the footage where we can start showing people what led up to the future that they so much will enjoy. Because I don't care. I hear the 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 I hear KTL when I hear the uh, 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 the youth rapping who are relevant and speaking positively. I hear KTL as the influence. Whenever I see somebody with an Egyptian shirt on or Egyptian motif that they wearing proudly. I know where it started from culturally. However, we don't have gatekeepers that have enough finance to point the people in the right direction to tell them where cultural trends began. So we have to tell our own story, you know, and you are one of the witnesses and one of the sisters. And before we go and take another call, or I guess the brother shuts it down, what are you doing? Show us where we can uh, participate in the commerce that you have to offer. I know you do readings and things like that. Tell the people what they could do to participate in your circle. Oh, yeah, yeah, thanks. Um, I do do the, the natal chart. Um, you can reach me at wisdom, W-I-Z-D-O-M, S-E-L-A-H, at gmail.com. I do the natal charts, and I also do holistic healing consultations where I look at the whole person, um, you know, from your from your background to your natal chart, your numerology, your, um, you know, your career, your family, all of that to see where we can draw in 
um, to the self and heal the self in a whole holistic fashion. So I do that as well. And, um, yeah, I appreciate that. Thanks. Yeah. Absolutely. Word. Yes, yes, right. yes. Peace to KTL. Peace to the family. As always. Peace. Peace, family. Okay. Yeah, one more hand up. I want to um, honor this caller. Yeah. This is a caller from 407. Two seven one. Give me one second. My 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 switchboard is freezing. Okay. Follow me on the four zero seven two seven one. Four zero seven caller. Wow, this studio, you know. Hold on. Four zero seven. Your line is open. Peace. Yes. Peace. Peace. Um. Peace. I just like to make. I'm from Orlando, where I'm calling from Minneapolis. Okay, right. All right. So I just like to make a quick observation. And first of all, I agree with your uh, brothers are putting out. I think you're right on with this rites of passage thing for the youth, because I think that's really what they need at this time. Because I see it every day with my own nieces and nephews. But however, I want to make a quick observation. As far as Halloween goes and speaking of Africans and stuff like this, and I've seen the connection that I want to put out there. That is, around this time, I'd say about 20 years ago, you had the uh, the uh, Black Hawk Down situation, which that's pretty much involving Somalis. Yes. Recently, recently you had on TV... A particular attack that happened in Kenya, which uh, the media is putting out there, so-called that the Somalians that pushed out the attack. Well, what else we got going on today? There's a movie called Captain, what's the name of this movie? Captain Captain Phillips. Phillips. Roger, Captain Phillips, and it's about uh, the Somalian pirates. And I just thought that connection was kind of funny because you got Halloween going on right now. You got the anniversary of Black Hawk Down. You had an invasion of uh, Somalia recently. So I just want that happened during the eve of the 20-year anniversary of Black Hawk Down. So I just want to put that connection out there and uh, see how that, what y'all think, if y'all had any comments on that or well, let me what say- happened. They they always, brother, they always, always tap into uh, African conflict because it was like, formally, it was kind of like a, a method of them uh, being able to tap into the energy accumulated from all those people dying. Years ago, Dustin Hoffman appeared in a movie where he was playing a woman called Tootsie. And in that wo- and in that movie, at the same time, at the same time that the Tutsi movie was out, the Hutu and Tutsi uh, 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 war occurred over there in the continent. So they play off of terms and words, you know, phonetically, because objectively, 
Anyone that is conspiring to live must make sacrifices. They found ways to dovetail agendas off of monetary uh, 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 little interactions and fights that release a lot of bloodletting. You know, if you anybody that responsibly looks at history will be able to see that every culture that was prominent had a dialogue that revolved around sacrifice. The religious text that we all deal with, Islam, uh, Christianity, and all of them all ask that every uh, 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 proponent of the religion sacrifice, and they ask for blood sacrifices. The Muslims slaughter lambs. The Christians they slaughtered Jesus. They they got into human sacrifice. They got right into it. And then the Jews, to this day, they still sacrifice. Even it gets so deep that sacrifice is a use of anybody. People that win, they sacrifice something of some sort. Those of us who don't understand that, I, I tell you that you should burn incense or burnt offerings because burnt offerings were akin to uh, sacrificial offerings of some sort. Burn sage, burn whatever, but use that as your conduit. But they have a, a unsolved case here called the Black Dahlia case here in Los Angeles, in California, where uh, a murder occurred and they salted and kosher the victim. You heard? And took, you know, you know, they, they mutilated the victim. And this is a case that has never been solved. However, Hollywood has been recycling the death sequences of what occurred over and over again. They used the same parts of the crime in Batman. And just as of recent, an Asian woman followed exactly the same script of a, of a, of a new film that just came out here in Los Angeles in the real world, and they have footage of it online that she was she experienced almost like in this paranormal hotel downtown L.A. called the Cecil Hotel. The woman just went to the roof and got inside of the water tank and just died. They didn't even know she was there until the people were drinking the water and taking showers, and the water was a weird color and a weird smell and taste. Now, this happened in a film that came out simultaneously with that occurring. You heard? So yes. the point in all of what I'm saying is that the, the world of the unseen is real. The key to the world of the unseen will and always will be, no matter how you look at it or what your moral uh, uh, feelings are, it revolves around sacrifice of some form. Yeah, so you know it's uh, Mayan culture, Aztec culture. Every culture has this. And the safest ones were they would take a uh, the safest form of sacrifice I ever seen in the culture was taking a a a dark colored uh, uh, a lamb or sheep and and um, excommunicating it from the community. So as it is pushed out of the community in a way, it takes away the sins of all the people in the community. 
You understand? So you got some, we always talk about we love Africa. We got African cultures as the Azande people of Africa. They believe that there's no such thing as accidents. Anything that happens to you happens to you because someone magically bewitched you through some negative emotion or feeling. And that magic resides in your stomach, you know, where our appetites exist and where our energy that the Tao is called the Dantian. Your, your energy of self-perception that is generated in the first 21 years of your life resides under your solar plexus in your stomach. And that's where a large part of your ego is, is housed. People who have large stomachs because of, not because of fat, but because of stuff that's stuck in their colon have issues emotionally that they are holding on to. Your so you know, you know it's it's a very it's a very deep science when you talk about sacrifice and you talk about you know all these overlapping things. You know, Black Hawk Down was a uh, was a very you know for both sides involved. The soldiers who went over there to get initiated, and then the brothers and sisters over there who were you know victims of of, of colonialism. It's not a good story. But I hope I answered your question and added more to your understanding. Yeah, I think you added more, and I, and I appreciate what y'all do because I learn a lot from y'all. I'm always listening to you, um, Blue Pill, Red Pill, A.A. Rashidi, so I appreciate what y'all do, but I just wanted to put that out there. I've seen that overlapping view play out uh, this month, and, uh, and I just wanted to put that out there. Thank you, bro. That's bro. right. Appreciate you. No problem. You. No problem. Appreciate you, bro. All right, I'm going to hey, do this. Hey, I got Blue. one more. Yeah. I was about to say, go ahead and enjoy yourself. But what, you got one more? I got one more. I'm going to stay true to form. We're already here. All right? Call up yeah. for the 443-354-443. Call a peace. Yo, peace. What's up, man? Peace what up, family? Hey, what's going on, man? I was listening to y'all. I just want to ask y'all a serious question, man. Yeah. About the video game and about, um, I think that I was just talking to my people. Hello? Call, are you well, still there? Well, his line, oh, his line he, just dropped. Oh. He said yeah, serious video space. games. Yeah, and, uh, his line. They probably... They probably cut it off because that, that's the serious medium. Them video games ain't no joke. I oh, seen yeah, the true. line. I see. I got, I seen I got the another line. hand up. Yeah. yeah. Let me just take this caller real quick unless you need to finish that thought. No, go ahead. Take it. Call up from the 646-673-646. Call up. Peace. Y'all, peace to the gods. Peace, peace family. Listen, man, I'm going to keep it real brief because I know... Red pill, I mean, blue pill got to go chill with the whiz, and that's the most important thing on the planet Earth. Yes, but uh, I just had a couple things I want to touch on real quick. Um, number one, the call from the other day, um, there's a show from the other day that was so on point with the queen that was talking about the world and how we need to give that. I mean, yeah. so his head just dropped out of the truck in Vancouver. I don't know if you heard, but great divine speech through sign, so that ain't a lie. You said and what then, uh, uh, in Vancouver, on um, 
the streets is called Kingsway and Knight. So I mean, how prolific is that? Uh, a truck overloaded, a truck over, um, tipped over, with a bunch of fish heads just spilled out on the streets. It's all over the net, so you could, you could just Google that. Okay. So and on another note, um, with the whole conversation about New York and all that, I'm a New York nigga to the core. And um, just real briefly, what you call it? The, the lane is open right now. Like some shit I wanted to write about a while ago with that Trayon Christian, Trayvon Martin, Trayon Christian that he got um he got booked coming out of what you call it? Bonnie, um, right? Bonnie, yeah. So that lane is open. Like niggas gonna be tired of the bullshit, man. And I see who who came out of Bonnie's who? Um. This this kid a in New York, whatever. And what happened? And they booked him as soon as he came out, pressed him, you know, a regular NY Pricks and Dicks type shit, pressed him and booked him, threw him in the cell overnight, and now he's suing the pants off with him. Now they're getting Jake Jigga involved because he got a big-ass contract coming, to, coming up with them, all types of crazy shit. And it, it's so... So happened that it happened to another sister in February, same exact. What you mean they booked them? What you mean they booked them? They threw them in a in a holding cell. You know how they do? The, oh, the, for the what salespeople, the salespeople called the police saying that his purchase was suspicious. What is a 19-year-old doing buying a high-priced item such as this? So they called up, you know what I'm saying, wow. the boys on him, and the boys jumped out, and they booked him on suspicious wow. that he might you know, be doing swipeies or what have you. And, you know, he got booked. He got sent through the system for that. So, of course, you know, he's going to own a wing of Barney's when he finish if he do it the right way. And and, and Jay got an exclusive contract coming up with Barney's where they're supposed to be. Um, to the new GQ. To the new GQ. Huh? It's in the new GQ. He's one of their uh, stylists. It's a 24-piece set. You know I keep my pulse to the street. Uh, mm-hmm. Jay got on C hats, uh, he put rock and roll zippers on, uh, on you know, on suit jackets. You know, they just getting that money, you know, in house. With they the, got a petition for Jay to pull out that pull out of that contract now. Yeah, see, well, that's the whole thing. I'm glad Harry Belafonte started getting that artist and start sure. making become real activists. You know what I'm saying? Because. You know, if Barney's is getting down like that, you know. But that's not going to come from them. That's going to come from us, though. And, I mean, quiet as kept. Like, you you really the, the pulse of that shit to really enrich brothers like me to change the culture and just bring back that energy to New York. And that's the only way shit is going to change because everybody's just talking about it in the streets. I don't know. I'm not really involved in the concert circles in New York, but on a street level, like, people want an alternative, and it's really nothing out there. That's why New York is looking so crazy right now. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Well, hey, bro, I, I appreciate How old are you? I just turned 30 last month. Okay, so I'm, I'm almost like a decade just senior, so uh, you my little brother age. So I, I would just tell you, y'all, y'all, y'all era is cool. Y'all era is cool. Just, you know... Just keep your post to, you know, some type of mentoring. You know, if you can mentor two or three young people around your way, and, you know, when you see the young kids, because when I was little, 
man, we was ratchet, man. I remember I, yo, I, the first time I, I learned that it's not polite to offer your genitals to another man, I got beat up by a grown-ass man because nobody was there to tell us the rules that you don't do that. You and, know, and I was and I was like 12, 11. You know, that's a great nowadays. You know, exactly. You know what I mean? So it's, it ain't no rules. So exactly. I... I enjoy mentoring young people because if they're wise enough to take from my experience, you can't tell me nothing. I've seen everything. Just listen to what i got to offer because I'm not going to hate on you. You heard? And, and then you just let them move from there, you know? But, well, you know, some of the, that, this is like, it's like a lonely experience because on one side you got the noble dragons, and if you delve yourself too much in that world, you know where it's, where it's going to be. I dabbled in that as a teenager. On another side, you got the intellectuals that you can't even get with them corny niggas. And it's like that narrow path. But <laughs> I'm going to keep it real and tell you one thing before I leave, Rashid. Yeah. I listen to all the conscious teachers, man. Yeah. And you were the nigga that I relate to the most that, I mean, when you speak and when I, when I see your name come on the show, I'm like, oh, I know that's a moment. That's a moment that's going to change my perception on different things that's going to set me right on certain things. And I know it's like that for a lot of brothers. Pac said he might not be allowed to change the world, but he's going to spark the mind to change the world. And you a brother that's like that, man. And I just got to give it up. And I'll, I'm going to definitely link with you on the email to, to get some of the videos. I, I bought, like, your avatar then in the past. I'll be supporting on the low. Like, I bought, I was one of the first to buy Seven Heaven when Blue Pill first launched it, so... I'm not out there, and I might not, you might not see my name in the donations, but I'm in some cold for copping the drinks and all that, so y'all got the support, man. Bro, this is here. That's right. appreciate you, bro. Tell the brothers and sisters, wherever you get the material from, tell them we appreciate them for having it available for you. You already. Right. All right. And check that website out, com. You know, the jewelry line is sick. I'm copping one. I'm copping one for sure. Indeed, yeah, family. We appreciate you, man. All right, hold it down. We coming back. We coming back for the town, man. We coming back. We can't, can't leave me off floating. All right. That's what it is. You know what I'm saying? But we out here. We out west getting our minds right, putting the pieces together. So we're going to float the arc back. Yes, sir. All right? All right, bro. All right, bro. Peace. Peace. Okay, family. So that's it. Culminating another beautiful night, another powerful episode. All right. Everyone that's listening out there, we appreciate you riding this out with us. For the family that's going to download this in the archive, be on the lookout. Brother Rashid has some powerful things coming forth. Do you have any release dates on that that you need to inform them about? 11, 13, 13, but those people who are in the know and in the circle of associates, they will have a, uh, a earlier release date, but for the general populace, 11, 13, 13, very powerful, very, very significant date in on the planet. That is a historical date on the planet for 39 years. A, uh, a a solar cycle, 39-year solar cycle of the legend culminate on 11, 13, 13, the legend. You understand? Okay. I'm telling you, 
I, everything I do is for the baby because the baby is a legend. The baby is a legend. She is a genius. She gets it. There, when she yes, gets older, she is gonna have a catalog of information and a bunch of hysterical controversy surrounding the legend that she's gonna monetize. Yeah, she's gonna monetize and eat from the ratchetness. Yeah, I know how to. I know how to last long. You heard. You gotta bury yourself in vice. You feel me? To last longer. Mm-hmm. People forget things that are nice. Remember that. Indeed. All right, family. Again, check out the website. MyPowerPieces.com, of course, Ocean14Corp.com, still in the building. AARC.com is the brother's destination. Uh, Kings County, I believe that that's back on its way. KTLMedia.com is also back on its way. We finished the poll, so we're just in the back office fixing and tweaking some things so we can release the app and the website in due form. All of that is on its way. We appreciate everyone who has donated to the fundraiser. Thank you to everyone that has tuned in. Thank you to everyone that has downloaded. Uh, salute to everyone that is participating in the sister's call that she put out last Tuesday for the 444 to become involved in sending out those prayers for the ocean. Yemaya, I need you out. Okay. So, again, tune in next week. We have some powerful programming that we're bringing forth to the family. All right. Um, and that's it. For those who want to check out Dr. Blair's presentation tomorrow, make sure that you tune into that as well. Get some further uh, education as it pertains to Halloween and these, these, these uh, you know, different festivals, what have you. All right? And with that, y'all, I want to say peace. Now, I can't, I can't do this properly. You know what I'm saying? It's a Scorpio rising. So how could we end this program without rinsing off that 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 joint from the dream from 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 the scorps dreams. The devil came to me, uh, told me in the dream, said I was uh, a king. <laughs> what he said. This is what he saw. You told him. What the fuck? Shit. <laughs> came to me in a dream, nigga. Dreams, nigga. Dreams, nigga.